All right, everybody. Welcome to Generation Skating, as I said, as I joke. Uh, generation <laughs> Spacing here on Twitch.tv slash Jchenzor. This is the podcast with your favorite commentators in the FGC where we talk about whatever the heck we feel like it. And uh, how's it going, guys? <laughs> Sleepy. Yeah, I think I think we all established before the uh, stream started that we we are just kind of tired. Yeah. <laughs> this is, is going to be a low energy generation spacing. <laughs> I mean, that's that's what generation spacing here is for, right? Like to get us our energy back. Yeah, there you go. The there whole you means go. we talk about some shit and we get our energy back. <laughs> oh man. Or at least hopefully. I am sitting here with cat in lap right now, as you can see here. The, the the big the big furball the big chunk you mean as they can see we can't see because you, <laughs> you have issues with discord <sighs> cameras and damn i can't believe we're just gonna call out james technology shame dude i hate technology dude Ugh. don't you have wait don't you have multiple cameras uh i do have mo that's what that's what i'm doing i use multiple cameras but the thing about it is when XSplit comes up, it like tries to get all the cameras, especially the ones. I wonder if, because the thing is, I have one presentation in XSplit that has all of my views for all of the stuff on my channel, and some of those yeah, views, that, yeah. yeah. So what, some of those views use that camera, and so the, it's probably conflicting in a weird way or something like that. I would that, say so. you would have to set a different profile simply so that it doesn't automatically attempt to uh, take the cameras. Yeah, or something like that. I know that there's also the. Uh, uh, the ability to make it so that it's not loaded or something like that when the scene isn't loaded. So I'll have to oh, look. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely turn that off. At the yeah, I'll have to look uh, those up. So. <laughs> yeah, and shout out to Master PPV for the continued subscription, twenty nine months now. So thank you. Big thanks. Yep, Master PPV guy I've met in real life, very cool guy. So. <laughs> Man, what happened to Master P? Master P. Oh, you should know, James. You're old. Make him say, oh, na 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 na. Oh, oh, music no soldiers. He I was a cool tank. Dude, most, I, most I have very bad music knowledge. I have, a, I have a gap in music knowledge during, like, between a certain period of time. So it's just like I, I just stopped listening to the radio, and I knew nothing that was going on. So I have, like, this blind fair, spot. It was like a real low point in rap, I think. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah it was not great. Did yeah. you not just transition to producer? I mean, probably. I don't know. Yeah, that's another in problem too. In the back too. of my head, is telling me that he he became a producer instead, but I could be wrong. Yeah, and then that's the other problem too is I'm also not very well versed in rap music to be honest. So it's just yeah, you know, it's what the kids listen to. It's not <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. It's just what the kids listen to, man. Out of my yard with your skateboards. And I mean, the the rap that I'm listening to is the rap by two Japanese girls who, who who don't really speak English very well. You know, so that's that's the rap that I listen to. So. <laughs> I would play it for you right now, but obviously I can't because then we'd get yeah, devil, you're gonna DMCA. We're gonna get Devil May Cry, dude. Uh. Yeah, Devil May Cry, bands. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder if people are realizing now that Twitch is like the biggest fuck you to copyright in existence in America. Yeah, I know, probably, right? <laughs> because because literally any any game company, any producer, any dev could be like, "Hey, you can't stream our shit anymore," and, yeah. and that's it. And it's done. 
I like yeah, that. Da- David talks about it all the time. How like um, not only do tournaments, but like how you know just our entire ecosystem of streaming and, and YouTube videos of any sort of game at all um, solely exists at the discretion of the the game companies just not <laughs> yep. saying no. Because yeah. <laughs> they can just say no, and that's it. We just can't do this anymore. Yeah. Like, and there, there are some games on Steam and such that say you do not, you cannot stream this game. Like, they give you the warning. Really? Yeah, I forget what they are, but there's like three or four that are. Dang. I don't want to say popular games, but they're, they're real video games where they're just like, hey, you do not have permission to stream our shit. Here's your one and only warning. That's crazy, it's probably, dude. It's probably due to, uh, also due to the fact that, like, you can stream stuff on Steam itself. So they probably have to tell you ASAP. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. Actually, how... I don't think I know anybody who's ever streamed on Steam, but I, yeah. I know that you can. You have the ability yeah, to. You, you can. Yeah, because, like, I know, for example, that, um, uh, like, I mean, all these companies, a lot of them aren't going to stop the stream because they know it actually helps them a lot more. I mean. Oh, yeah, obviously. Especially the fighting game community. Jesus, if it wasn't for streaming, then there would be no fighting game community right now, I don't think. So, you know. Yeah, I mean. That's that's a fact for pretty much any esport. I I guarantee you that if there was no streaming in tournaments for Street Fighter Four, there's zero possibility we would have reached Ultra Street Fighter Four. It would have stopped at Super or something like that, and that would have been the end of it. Yeah, probably. Probably. Uh, yeah. I, I I feel like it may be a little bit hard to get Arcade Edition. Uh, <laughs> get to arcade edition right so you know the especially the fighting game could be if anybody if any of the devs in the fighting game community are like you can't stream our fighting game like nintendo tried <laughs> yeah yeah I, I definitely think a lot of the fighting game developers understand how strong of a marketing tool yeah <laughs> streaming actually is i mean I, yeah, I mean i think all developers realize that yeah. for the most part and yeah, that's the worst that's part about sure. it is like at least video games are modern enough to understand that because you know this whole DMCA thing with the audio and the music I mean because I don't listen to particularly traditional music I'm sitting here listening to weird bands like Chibomato and Asteroids Galaxy Tour on my stream and like people are like oh this is actually kind of cool music what is this you know and I'm like actually exposing people to new music and then they might look into it and become fans and hey look word of mouth spreads popularity and then people become fans and buy shit you know because yeah what people what I really, hope, I really hope that people who have been like tweeting at artists and such and asking for permission to use their music i really really hope that they understand that the artists probably don't actually own that music so even if they yeah. say yeah uh, you can do that they probably can't the yeah. publisher <laughs> david the said the same like thing the owners of the music yeah david said that it doesn't matter they don't own the music anymore so Oh, dude, yeah, someone t- in the I, chat. I remember T-Pain had to stream himself making songs that could specifically be used. Or yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> because, like, it's not like he can license the music that he doesn't own, despite the fact that he made it kind of deal. Dude, I'm glad somebody in the chat actually knows about Asteroids Galaxy Tour. That's awesome. <laughs> oh, man. We but... don't know about your old man music names. <laughs> it's actually not old man music. It's actually modern, more modern stuff. It's like weird Euro synth pop kind of thing, and it's it's really good. It's really good. Can I you learned... imagine James Chen in, in the club in Germany just getting it to some oh, Astro Galaxy? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Grinding. Scoot, scoot. 
James is definitely grinding on the uh, in Germany. <laughs> That's what. What do you think I did when I went to Germany for the army gig, man? That's first thing I oh, did. Was that, go, is that what it was? Yeah, yeah you went to the clubs. I, I just went to like, the clubs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's totally. I mean, where are the artists I crave? Everybody knows. Everybody can tell from me that I'm one of those EDM, you know, clubbing kind yeah. of guys. You oh know? yeah, definitely. <laughs> James Chen never done a drug in his life. Oh, God. <laughs> this is actually true. <laughs> okay, I was going to say, answer the question, James. <laughs> never done that fucking Advil. Not even, not even like, um, not even like legal, you know, not drugs like weed. I've, I've, I've actually never done that either. So. We know for sure that James has taken pills. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we talked about it on stream. Dude, I'm a meds guy, dude. I take medicine all the time to solve problems that I have, so. Listen, man. You talk about not being able to sleep? Weed. Yeah, uh uh-huh. Weed is a pretty big catch-all, like, actually. Yeah. It's it's a big pain reliever. It, It can, well, okay, so, like, it's not even just weed that you're looking for, right? Like, sometimes you just want, like, the CBD oil. Mm-hmm. And then, like, that, that, you won't get high, but you'll, like, you know, you'll either, like, focus up or you'll, you know, you'll do this or that. You know, it's, Dude, there, there's, there's a lot of different ways you can go about it. There's a pillow on the market that has, like, CBD oil infused into it. <laughs> that, you know, I was like, hmm. But, I mean. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't trust all that. <laughs> I have been. Honestly, though, I have been, like, this close to actually trying some weed. That was uh, thanks to Pat the Flip and Coquette, so, you know. Dude, you, you, you sh- I mean, it's legal <laughs> in your state. You, I, I don't see why you wouldn't. Yeah. I know. I've, I've actually been on a break. I haven't smoked for weeks now, but. Huh. Yeah, if, if I was you. And I couldn't fall asleep. I'd be like, look, <laughs> I need to try something. Yeah. Trust me. I, that's the worst part about it. I can't even tell you how much research and money I've spent into all sorts of stupid shit to try to help me fall asleep, dude. And like at this point in time, I just might, it might be the cheapest and easiest way to do it. I swear. Ugh. Yeah. And since you're a rookie, it wouldn't take much. But mm-hmm. You could do an edible, like a week edible, and you'd probably feel all right enough to fall asleep yeah yeah and i'm living in a state where it's totally legal so. yeah it's super easy to get <laughs> yeah. not like you're getting drug tested anytime soon i don't think yeah. so. i know i know uh i mean even people who who do smoke weed you know on a pretty consistent basis have told me though you know the first time you do it make sure you have like some friends with experience that are around you or something that can kind of help you out with it in case yeah. you know so. yeah ju- um, just in case just in case i mean yeah. You could just go the way of getting the non, the, 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 like the CBD stuff that doesn't mm-hmm. get you high and you can still get like similar effects. Huh. You could just like start with that. Okay. Okay. I can say for me personally, CBD hasn't done much for me. Yeah. At least that I noticed. Hmm. But maybe I just don't notice it. I don't know. Yeah. Cause I mean, I do well, know some it, people who have taken it before and then they get like really paranoid and stuff, you know, which is the opposite yeah. effect. So it's it just like medicine it's gonna just depend on the person yeah of course of course oh yeah weed so that that's well part of the problem i have with smokers is they like to act like weed is for everyone this is cure all for fuck that no yeah (laughs) not for everyone just like drinking isn't for everyone or whatever drug you want to you know apply but i would suggest at least trying it if you can't fall asleep 
Yeah, I mean, honestly, it's it's been bad. It's been bad. And, and the worst thing about it, too, is like before a lot of the times, you know, a lot of my problems was also due to sleep apnea. And I have a CPAP mask now and that actually, you know, helps me stay asleep and everything. But recently, even with the CPAP, I like I said, I can't wake up anymore. I mean, I woke up at like two this afternoon and then I was like, oh, God, I feel horrible. And then I fell back asleep for God knows how long, dude. So, I mean, it's 9 p.m. over here, and I, I don't even want to tell you how long I've been actually awake because it's actually kind of <laughs> embarrassing. So I, I can't even give you shit today because I napped a good majority of the day. I'm just getting over being sick, but yeah, that's, that's probably why. But, yeah, last night I, I slept like shit. I mean, honestly, dude, just with the state of the fucking world, I just don't sleep well. Dude, I never I... have slept well, but, like, now it's even, you know, things are compounded. It's, right. it's worse. right. Yeah, I feel you on that one. <laughs> I think it's like I have been like that since you know, like age two. So I feel you on that one, buddy. <laughs> oh man, oh gosh, I, I don't even know if. We're... Yeah, let's talk about EA stuff here. <laughs> let's see. Yeah, I was gonna say there are some cool things in the world uh, being yeah, that's, uh, that's being shown cool. off recently. I mean, we so... were all last week. We were all joking about Skate Four and how I was talking about how I was gonna create skate tennis. On my, on my, you know, as a video game, and then, wham, yep. all of a sudden, here we are, Skate 4. You know what that means, right? EA watched the podcast. Right? <laughs> <laughs> 100%. Like, you know what? They were like, you know what? It was on this podcast. There's clearly enough uh, people wanting Skate 4. So. Yeah. They had an entire 80 live viewers, guys. How could we not make this game? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Skate 4, EA, I know you're watching right now. Just on behalf of us, we want to say thank you. <laughs> you know what's oh, funny, though? Was- on behalf of Generation Spacing, I want to say you're welcome, EA. Yeah, right? <laughs> you're welcome for the millions they're about to make. <laughs> nah, what's funny though is like they when they announced it, they're like, "You guys will this into existence." So they pretty much just admitted that mm-hmm. the game was memed to life. Yeah, yeah. which is is pretty incredible. I, that that happens kind of often though. Like there would never have been like another Battlefront game. I feel like had there not yeah. like. <clears throat> Had, had people not have been like, y'all remember playing Star Wars Battlefront like yeah, I every mean, two seconds? The, the whole dangerous thing, though, is that there's a precedent for people memeing these kind of things, and then when it comes out, no one buys it, you know? Yeah, like, that's the yeah but Fate is for sure going to sell. Yeah. Unless the game sucks. You know, like, if, if they, they, you know, spend four years creating this game and it comes out and it's trash, <laughs> that's all them. Look, but it'll all, almost for sure sell really well. All they have to do is make a graphically improved Skate 1 or Skate 2, you know, with the Jedi skateboard returning. And I think that's all they need to do, you know. I mean, I even feel like when they made it so you could start moving things around and trying to set up your own stuff was a little bit too much. You know, I think I just liked it better when you just tried to use the environment that was there and just went with it. And I feel like they definitely have to bring back the the website where you can upload your skate videos oh, and shit. Though. God, so, yeah. So it's 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 weird though, because like it doesn't they don't need to anymore, because like consoles this generation have just the ability to upload shit. To oh games. yeah, you're right. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, but it's not the same as like because like the skate website used to have like their own 
social media voting essentially, right? Like yeah. you put your video and then you'd be able to upvote shit and people like, oh, these are really cool. And then, and then the trash would get downvoted. And, and I would just sp- having like the, the central area for all that skate stuff is really cool. Yeah. And I would spend yeah. hours just watching videos. I mean, there was one that made me laugh so hard and I could never find it again that I spent hours trying to recreate it and I never could. <laughs> was, it, was it called I Did It? No, no, no. Okay. It was a different one. <laughs> Okay, because I did it is definitely one of the funniest fucking skate videos uh, ever. It's like 30 seconds. It's not even long. It's it's really quick. <laughs> and it's so good. Uh, fucking uh, Dragoomba and I, for those of you who know who Dragoomba is, mm-hmm. uh, old Marvel player, uh, He, uh, we, him and I used to be up on Skype calls just fucking watching skate videos and dying <laughs> at like 3 in the morning. Because <laughs> awesome. we were just like... <laughs> I mean, the the real question is, like, I know, like, in Skate 2, for example, you could play online with your friends and you could skate around and do all sorts of fun stuff like that. But at the point where they're at Skate 4, could they almost make it an MMO where they're just everybody online is just skating everywhere? And you you uh, they tried to do with uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. What was it? Five? I think it was five that they tried to do that with. Oh, did they? Oh, okay. Well, that was definitely an attempt. But the thing, the problem with that was, is, um, like before the game even came out, people weren't wanting to buy it for a number of reasons. For one, and then like, and then when the game did come out, it was already pretty not good. Oh, uh, okay, so okay. like, so so the always on like MMO like style of the thing didn't didn't catch didn't, on because there was no player base. <laughs> or it didn't work when it first started either. Yeah. Bus- yeah. Um, however i do think that they'll do something like that james because grand theft auto has pulled it off red dead redemption pulled it off Uh, so creating didn't just pull it off grand theft auto is currently the most profitable piece of media (laughs) (laughs) so i think creating an open world system with a giant city that you can skate around with like you know, 128 other people in the city at the same time. I think it's, that's definitely possible. Yeah. And then just having people run into each other and like having like 20 people go down the giant ramp at the same time and all, dude, that would be so sick. Creating those type of moments. That's, 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 that's what next gen is going to be about. It's not amazing graphics. It's it's shit like that. It's having 120 people on a server with, you know, user-generated physics and all that bullshit all at once happening, you know? <laughs> I'm still waiting for the time that, uh... I- I've always wanted to create the ultimate football game, too, and make it so that, like, every position had, like, mind games you could play, and then, like, the actual the whole team would be made out of actual players, you know, and have leagues that way. Basketball, the same way, you know? Uh, well, I feel there, like it'd probably be easier with basketball, considering there's less players. Yeah. Well, I, I, I hate to inform you guys, but NBA 2K already has that. Oh, so you can play exists? the 5v5? Yeah, that, that's that's what that's what the NBA 2K League is. It's it's five players playing against five oh, players. Oh, I thought it was nice. always... I thought that was just one-on-one. No, 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 no. That's why they have an entire draft. Like, oh, no, that's the, okay. Yeah, yeah, like the Golden State Warriors draft, this guy and this guy. And then they have, like... I think seven or eight players per team, and oh, they have reserves. Okay, and okay cool. NHL cool. hockey, NHL hockey started doing that in two thousand five or six or something like huh. that. So yeah, like that that's existed for a long. Okay, time. cool. It does cool. not exist for football. I don't think. Maybe Madden tried to do it, but it didn't catch on right. because 
who the fuck wants to play offensive linemen? Yeah, I know. You're just going to be blocking people all day. <laughs> it's like, uh... um, but yeah, <laughs> NHL know, hockey pulls it off really well. NBA 2K pulls it off really well. It okay. does exist. Okay, cool, so, cool. So, so, I mean, people play offensive linemen in real life. Like, come on. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I played O-line, but it's... It's different. In real life, you get to beat the shit out of someone in a video game you'll just be holding forward. <laughs> I, uh, I was a tailback hey, but, and a wide receiver, so... I mean, everyone does that when they play all those new Sonic the Hedgehog games, right? They just hold forward and... <laughs> yeah, but you go fast. You're not a 310-pound lineman going real slow. <laughs> a little different. Uh, I guess that's true. Yeah, basically. The opposite yeah. of Sonic. Yeah, no, basketball, I think, would probably be one of the best ones because then you could run the plays and, you know, set screens for each yeah, other. Yeah, that's exactly what 2K League okay. is. Sick. Dude, that's I've always wanted to commentate good, yeah. that. Ah, I've always wanted to commentate that league. Does that league still even exist Dude, right now? It does, A. And B, you should have talked to Sam because she used to work tickets at the events. Yeah, I sure. did. I did talk to her at one point, and she said she didn't yeah, really she, have she any. She probably could have got your foot in the door. She said that uh, she didn't really have much power. I talked to EE, who did commentary for it as well. Okay. You know, and and he said that they weren't hiring at the time and stuff. Because that's the thing is like basketball is a sport that I grew up with, and you know there would be times where my brother would be like we would be watching a Laker game, and my brother would run to the bathroom real quick, and I would just commentate the game, you know, like while he was, you know, so he yeah. could know what's still going on, and I would listen to the you know inimitable Chick Hearn, who is the greatest commentator of anything of all time, so you know. He, uh, I mean, it's absolutely true. I mean, it's so funny because when you actually li- like think about all the basketball terms, like slam dunk, fast break, you know, uh, you know, uh, tattoo dribble, all that stuff like that. That's all invented by Chick Hearn. Like every one of those terms was invented by him. So you know, it's similar to me how I've invented all of the fighting game terms. <laughs> Here we go again. Man, <laughs> I've legitimately been thinking about going back to Madden. I know you guys probably have no idea, but my esports career I started with Madden. Oh, cool! That's interesting. And when I when Madden 2003 came out, the Madden Challenge came to Chicago, mm-hmm. and I took uh, the L to go to the Botanical Gardens at Navy Pier, which is where they held it. Um, I got two grown men kicked out. Because they were so mad they lost to me. And I was 12 at the time. 13. Uh, yeah, security had to pull two different guys out of the fucking venue. Because they were raging after they lost. Um, and I think I ended up taking fourth at the event out of 256 people. That's hilarious, so, dude. <laughs> I used to be real fucking good back in the day. And I kept playing until like 2010, 2011 or so. Before I was just like, man... I'm I'm just kind of done. Like these games, there's too much you can't control. Mm. Like my left tackle gets called for holding. I I didn't fucking do that. You know. Right. Yeah. I mean, even things like that. Even fumbling me. is like a probability thing, isn't it, or something? Yeah. I mean, yeah. You you can fumble and it's not your fault and blah 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 and yeah. There's a lot. And yeah. And quarterback accuracy and things mm-hmm. like that. Just shit that you can't control on your own sucks. Mm-hmm. That's why I play fighting games, because if I lose, I lost. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, I've been thinking about going back to Madden, because I think I could do it, (laughs) to be honest. (laughs) I mean, as a player or as a commentator? What's that, James? As a player or commentator? As a player. Oh, okay, okay, gotcha. I I think I could go pretty far. Cool. But I I would have to pick up fighters, so I don't know. What's that, Yeah, we'll see. 
He said it's worth a try. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see. I, I, I obviously, I'm not saying, like, oh, yeah, give, give it the fuck up, bro. Like, <laughs> <or whatever. laughs> but, uh, if, if, if you believe that you, you would have to give up fighters just to do it, I, oh, I don't I, really I know sure. what my answer is about that, then. I, it, would, it would have to be full-time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, the, the, the players who play the game are damn good. Yeah, the one weird question there's, there's is, like... Money in it. Yeah, the one weird question is like, if I did commentary for like NBA 2K, do they want basketball commentary or do they want like video game commentary? Like, oh, you know what? Yes. What's that? They want both. They, they want, want both. Oh, they want both. Okay. okay. Yeah. They, they. They. The idea of the whole 2K Sports League is esports meets real sports. Okay. Because hmm. I mean, so they want both. Yeah. Because I mean, obviously, you could be just like, oh, sets the screen, you know, sets a pick and roll high, you know, high at the top of the key, shows up the 18 footer, no good, rebounded by, you know, like just very straightforward. Or I could just be like, oh, I think he was trying to go for this, you know, with the. Well, they they do what fighting game commentators don't do, and they have very specified roles. Oh, yeah. Of the play by play and the color guy. Gotcha. Gotcha. Which is kind of what makes fighting game commentary the best in esports, in my opinion, because we don't necessarily stick to yeah. this is what I do and this is what you do, mm-hmm. and the hype is very genuine. But there's a lot of personality. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Mm-hmm. These more personality open for us. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's so funny how when you hear a lot of those commentators for even Smash, because Smash kind of does that too, because they follow more traditional esports roles and didn't used to. Yeah. And uh, Smash commentators, but even league commentators and stuff and, you know, uh, big time commentators as well will always talk about how they love the fact and are jealous that, you know, in the FGC, you guys, you get to have people like Yipes just sitting there yelling about bus ass, you know, and, and, and things like that. And, you know they get to be themselves and we don't, we don't have to talk in commentator voice, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Commentator voice is disgusting. That's one thing that me and David said that we would never do is go into commentator voice, which is why, you know, I I actually spend a lot of time laughing on commentary because shit's just funny. Yeah. Commentary voice is so unnatural. Mm Mm-hmm. I hate it. I hate the fact that when you listen to League or listen to any of those those other esports, you can't tell the difference between anyone. And, you know, it has kind of started happening in Smash, which is, you know, why I love listening to Breezy and EE so much because they, they're the most, F, you know, traditional FGC-style commentators, I feel like, you know. Yeah. Prog, I think Prog could be listed there too, but he's not active anymore. Yeah. yeah. That's my man's. Yeah, Prog yeah, is Prog is a homie. Prog, Prog is... One of the most genuinely, like, wonderful people <laughs> that I know. Man, I'm still upset that Combo Breaker didn't happen because I got Prague to agree to do Marvel commentary. Oh! Oh, that sounds godlike. Yeah, that was going to be fun. But, womp womp. Yeah. Maybe next year. Yeah. I'm a sad boy. Oh, man. For obvious reasons, I think we're all sad about the the whole situation. <laughs> man, at this point now, it's like I obviously like I miss tournaments so much, yeah. but I'm worried that we're not going to be able to do them next year. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I think if... some some events will not survive this at all. Mm-hmm. It's just not going to happen. Our, I mean, some events have already died because of right. it. Actually, but... right. But I mean, even something like Frosty Faustings, which is January next year, probably won't happen. Probably That's what I like, Yeah. I haven't missed Frosty since I've gone the first time that I went. Yeah. I went every year after. The one, the one year was enough for me. 
Like, I was just like, all right, yep, I'm coming back. Mm -hmm. Frosties might not happen. I think, I could be wrong, but I think Jabali signed on with the Wyndham to run CEO in December. Yeah. Yeah, it was, and, it was, it was September or December. It was, it was December for sure, because he wanted yeah. to do it as late as possible. But also, like, I kind of hope he didn't sign the contract yet, because, <laughs> well, fuck, man, there's no, because, like, hey, hey, fucking Florida is not going to reshut down because their governor is nuts. Oh, uh, yeah, and B, B, there's not going to probably be a fucking vaccine by then, man. Yeah. So I'm not going to go. Like, I... Originally, I was like, "Yeah, December. There's no. We're gonna be fine by then. It, Second wave will have come and gone. We'll be okay." But that's not the case. Our country is full of fucking just uneducated people I mean, who want to go outside without masks on, et cetera, et cetera. And things are getting worse. See, I, I yeah. wasn't even thinking because, like, I, I you would know that Jabali would probably put a force majeure clause in there that you know if it continued and they had to cancel because of that, then he's not on the hook. But you're right, Florida might not even shut it down, and yeah. so then he yeah, wouldn't. Yeah, I'm saying Florida's not going to allow the force Ugh. majeure because they're going to be open and ready to go. And fucking Florida and Arizona right now are neck and neck for. <laughs> number one COVID area in the world. Yeah. I think it's also pretty clear that most of the FGC probably would not attend a yeah. Florida event given Correct. the state of Florida right now. Correct. Um, yeah, which is... I'm worried for Alex. Yeah, yeah I... that's definitely troublesome. God. And then, the, what do they say? Arizona right now has a higher per capita infection rate than, like, countries. <laughs> than yeah, other and countries. And what Jeremy just said in the chat, too, Beijing is blowing up again now. Oh God, Beijing now too. Oh. Yeah, China's China's about to get real bad again. You know they said their entire meat and seafood supply is infected with COVID. Jesus, what the fuck? Yeah, that's what I was reading earlier. Entire. Yeah, like they're they're like one of their biggest markets or something like that. Dude, that's rough infected. for China, man, because China's all about meat. <laughs> like, there's no such thing as vegetarians in Asia. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. But, but dude, yeah, dude, things are getting worse. They're not getting better. And realistically, we haven't even hit a second wave. Yeah. This is still wave one. Wave and one didn't go away. It plateaued. <laughs> and the protests are just going to, I mean, like maybe two, like one week, two weeks from now, we are going to get yeah. a huge spike. And, you know, to California's credit, they just passed a law today that if you're outside, you have to wear a mask. Like they, they just enforced it into law now. It's not One even of the a... only states in existence. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, shout outs to California for now, but I mean, well, Los Angeles maybe. It might not even be California. It might just be yeah, Los Angeles. Yeah, I would say it's probably just your city. Yeah, it's probably just could, Los yeah, Angeles. So, but yeah, it's. I'd have to read on it again, but I do remember seeing that uh, earlier this morning. It's terrifying. Dude. It was either this morning or yesterday. It was one of the two. I forget. I'm lucky in that Minnesota is, like, top three states in flattening the curve, but that's not even going to matter when Florida and all that shit starts moving north. Like, it's right. not... And not like only the hot that, but going to cause everywhere else to, to go to shit. And then, yeah. and then, of course, you are one of the hotbeds of the protests and the rebellions, so, you know... I mean, they haven't stopped. <laughs> right, exactly, and so... Like, we're still going hard. The media's not showing it anymore because mm -hmm. they're peaceful, but we're still going hard. Yeah, and, 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 and 
that's just going to cause another spike. And you know what this... Ah, God. Uh, I don't know if I want to get there into was, it. There but. were spikes being caused before the protest started. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was growing Memorial the Day. Day. Oh, yeah, yeah, No, no. This was a big catalyst. The current spikes that we're seeing right now are from all the premature reopening. You know, that yeah, is a... Hunt, that's, like, that's what I'm saying. Is like... Is... It's... The, the protests didn't even matter technically because it was spiking regardless. Like, right. Yeah, but I mean, United. I mean, it feels like, you know, I know I've talked about this on this podcast before, but I had a friend, you know, who was talking about how, you know, she feels like we're probably living in a simulation or whatever like that. But, you know, if that's the case, someone out there is trying to kill our country right now. Like, literally, they're they're finding all the proper ways to, like, just take out this entire country. Bro, you know, tell me you never played, like, SimCity or like... Oh, of course I have. (laughs) Throwing Bowser out to destroy my city on Super Nintendo. (laughs) (laughs) I I always turned off all the natural disasters because they would piss me off so much, dude. I would get so mad. But you could could perform them at will is what I'm saying. Yes, you could. (laughs) Yes, you could. Have you guys ever seen V for Vendetta? I have, yeah. So in V for Vendetta, which takes place in... The year 2020, by the way. Does it? Uh, it does, yeah. I Googled it just to be sure. Oh, boy. Um, the, in the movie V for Vendetta, the UK is ruled by a comically, hilariously wild, evil ruler that promises protection, but not peace, basically. Or, or not privacy. Not sa- or, you know, safety, but not privacy. Right. Mm-hmm. And half of America is dying from a disease. Are you serious? <laughs> It just mimics real life so perfectly that it's kind of scary. Oh, damn. Oh, it is for all of California. Okay, so all of California. California. Dang. Okay. Okay. That's cool. That's good. But that's That's freaky, dude. I mean, V for Vendetta. And, you know, the fact that Anonymous is, you know, they took their masks and everything like that. Yeah, dude, that's what I'm saying. Like, shit is art imitating life. Or maybe it's life imitating art at this point. Who knows? It's both, man. It's it's a full Shit circle. Well, definitely both because Guy Fox existed like in the was it seventeen hundred something, something like, that, like yeah. that. Yeah. So. Ugh. God. Which, what? by the way, Guy Fox was definitely not doing the same shit that the V for Vendetta people. No, do. no. <laughs> so, like, uh, there's like this really common misconception that it was like a similar way, but it was like in 1700 technology. Right. And it was like, no, you guys don't understand. No. <laughs> like. And he also definitely didn't succeed. <laughs> no, yeah, and he's painted as a traitor, so. Yeah. Mm. History is always written by the winners, man. That's the way it yes, always right. Yes, yes, it is. Yep, that's the way it that's is. That's why it's important we win in November. <laughs> yeah, that's why it's important we win this year just in general, man. Oh, God. Well, we've taken L after L so Yeah, far. and I think there's another L coming pretty soon, but, jeez. Oh, it depends. Yeah. Which we're talking about because I feel like there's a lot of. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, literally, yeah, you fucking pick one. Yeah, seriously. <sighs> but you know who didn't take an L? EA. EA <laughs> did not take an L. <laughs> EA fucking went off today. I feel like if E3 would have happened and EA put this presentation out, they they would have won so far because I haven't seen any fantastic announcement. Like the PS5 announcement was okay. 
Mm-hmm. The Xbox announcement was fucking trash. <laughs> did they have more than just like a this is in the Xbox announcement? What Microsoft said is here's our initial launch and we're not going to show that many exclusives. We just want you guys to, to see what the console is all about, blah, blah, blah. Later in about a month, we're going to show off Halo and all these other games. They still haven't done it. It's been like six weeks oh really okay yeah okay. so they they're just it seems like blowing smoke up people's ass at this point because right. halo is supposed to come out 2020 the game was announced three years ago they've shown zero gameplay they've shown two um two cgi God, trailers yeah wow, they've only I... shown two cgi trailers no gameplay and the game's supposed to come out by december this year so the one new thing that they have spoken about halo recently yeah. was one of the dumbest things I had ever seen. Okay. They are using original Xbox consoles to create an electromagnetic sound that is used in the actual game. Oh, yeah, I saw that. that. I saw that. That's the only thing we know about the game so far. Why? <laughs> Why would they do... Why? That seems like I such a that. waste of resources and well, time. Like, okay, okay. The, like, whatever. Do it, right? Like, like just, just do it, right? The thing that we, though, is, like, someone who would like to purchase Halo, we care about not the sound direction of electromagnetic fields and how it was created, but the actual gameplay of the Halo video game yeah, that is currently game. Is, <laughs> that is currently being kind of on the decline for a lot of Halo fans. Because I mean So it's like It's funny yeah. having grown up, you know, in the era of Super NES Genesis and all those things, you know, because you know, back then games you know, they were sprites, they were, you know, you know, people didn't think they looked very good. And so advertisements in magazines, commercials on TV very rarely showed the actual gameplay. You know, the commercials almost always uh, had nothing to do with gameplay. And nowadays, yeah, nowadays games are so beautiful and they're so amazing that the commercials can be entirely gameplay. And yeah. We're not showing gameplay. What the hell? <laughs> it's, I, I remember those commercials because it would always be like the, the 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 kid in front of his TV, and the like the the visuals for the for the shots of the camera would be like zoom in, zoom out really fast. Yeah. I know it had that that close of the eyeball with the game reflecting off their eyeball. Yeah. It's like, mm-hmm. it's like they're loving this game, yeah. but we don't see any of the game. Dude, Genesis, the Sega Genesis marketing campaign in the U.S. changed that the face of. Godlike. They changed the face of gaming advertisement. I mean, to the point where every advertisement in every magazine was all about like either being really grotesque or like in your face. I mean, that they really created the Sega, you know, the the the, the in your face yeah. stuff in that time, dude. Jeez. You remember it was Genesis does what Nintendo. Yeah. That was yeah. The, that was the slogan. Yeah. So. Did you guys? Did you guys have um, Sega TV? No, I never got that. I, I had Sega TV. So I was real poor growing up, right? And rather than my parents like wanting to spend money on entertainment, they spent the $20 or whatever it was a month to make sure that I had video games to play. And that's what uh, – it wasn't Sega TV. It was called Sega Channel. Okay. Sega okay. Channel was like their budget for me to like have shit to do all the time. Mm-hmm. Like we don't need to take you to Blockbuster because – there's literally like 300 games for you to play right here. Right, okay. So Sega Channel, honestly, was super fucking dope. You just plugged it into your console, and it had like a cable that would like for television, mm-hmm. and you got instant games. And it was pretty much 
every game on Sega that was popular. Huh. Like, it had Comic Zone and Mutant League Football and all the Sonic games and blah, blah, blah. Huh. It was it was dope as fuck. Nice. Now, yeah, I wonder uh, what the Nintendo input... I wonder what the Didn't input... They? I didn't even know Nintendo had one. <clears throat> it was called the Satellaview. They had oh, one? I could be saying that wrong, but it, it was something like the Satellaview um, because crap. there was a... <clears throat> Uh, there was a Satellaview-only Zelda game, which would uh, have live orchestrated music. Um, but the way they did it was it was it was different than the Sega one because what would happen was is you they broadcasted the games, so you could only play them during certain times. Oh, and and certain things that would happen would be based around what time it was. So huh. like there would be literal events that would only happen in the game at like six p.m. or whatever, <laughs> even if it was like, a Zelda game, right? Okay, like, yeah. I believe it was called the Satellaview. I'm, okay. I'm forgetting the... the I, I could be forgetting how to pronounce it or something like that, you know, but it was only in Japan, so... Oh, okay, okay, gotcha, oh, gotcha. That's why I never heard of it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. back yeah. then we knew... Had no, <laughs> we had no idea what was going on in Japan back then. Man. Yeah, for real. Yeah, but no, when, when you mentioned the Nintendo does... Oh, Genesis does what Nintendo... Like, yeah. um, th there was one Nintendo Power where, you know, finally when Sega stopped having consoles, that Sonic the Hedgehog was on the title on the fr on the title cover of Nintendo Power. And someone said, well, if Genesis does what Nintendo don't, like, this is like some sort of, like, paradox all of a sudden, you know? <laughs> the world was going to end because now Nintendo is doing what Genesis did. Uh, what is happening? <laughs> oh, man. What's happening? <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, I mean, at this point, what EA is looking really squadrons. I mean, we haven't even really talked about Ooh, that. Yeah, yet, we haven't so. even gotten around to squadrons yet. Squadrons, I am. I'm all in. I think I'm all in for that game. Yeah, I mean, so, what's uh, originally when EA uh, was was bringing back the Star Wars stuff, one of the games was obviously Battlefront and Battlefront Two. Yeah. And uh, that didn't go so hot at the very beginning. No. Right. Uh, it it has, from from what I've seen and heard, it has fostered into its like its own like really super cool thing. Uh -huh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a lot better now. Mm -hmm. But when it first started, it was abysmal, right? It was the. So it was like the... a lot of people are probably have their reserves about Rogue Trudgeon starting. Yeah. Because I know I do, and I, like I, I know that they've talked about a bunch of the stuff, like that they, you know, that they're doing mm -hmm. differently, right? Yeah, I mean, just just to, just to make sure people are, to clarify, you know, the reason why people were mad was because of all the nickel and diming and all the, you know, DLC and yeah, like. Yeah, just... I mean, I didn't play Battlefront two because of yeah the DLC with Battlefront one, but mm -hmm. basically, like the game got turned into eight different games that. If you didn't have DLC, you couldn't do this mission. You DLC, you couldn't do this mission. So yeah. the player base got split into a bunch of different parts, and mm -hmm. the game died. Yeah. Uh, and from what I understood, that's kind of what started happening with Battlefront 2 for a while, too. Until everyone uh, got so mad. Battlefront 2 is they, they, they enabled loot boxes, which were egregiously bad. Yeah. And um, and the, the, the way, the grind for getting anything without paying money was basically impossible. Right, like so, so it was, it was, it was pay money, or you're not seeing, you're not playing Dark Vader, right? Right, sure. yeah, like kind of shit. Um, also, at the very beginning, there was a lot of really questionable like gameplay decisions and stuff like that that they eventually addressed and fixed. 
Yeah. So I mean, I played it. I, I my friend has it because he's the biggest Star Wars fan that I know. And yeah. uh, you know, there was the I couldn't do the ground battles because I just sucked at them really bad. But the space battles were really really fun. Like the, the, it was the it was the battle royale kind of thing where you just jumped in. You're one of fifty ships, and if you died, you just jumped into the next one. You know, and yeah. it was actually kind of cool that way. And and it was a lot of fun, but. You know, uh, the, I think I played it after they had gotten rid of all the, 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 the stupidity, you know, and all the problems with it already. And so... Yeah. So, the reason why I bring up the Battlefront issues, though, is because, like, we we only know so much about Rogue Squadron. Uh, like, we, we've obviously... Whoa, 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 whoa. It's right Squadrons, here. okay? Not Rogue Squadron. Different game. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, he's right. Right. <laughs> Smack down. Yeah, yeah. We only we only know so much about the game right now, and mm -hmm. we don't know if like on launch if something weird could happen with it. Like I'm not saying that they would would do the things that they did before because they've they've in a press release already said they're not going to. Um, but you know we we don't know what that could mean that they are going to do. I guess. I mean, what, what so, was crazy? So what they've said so far is the game is 39.99 on launch which is crazy which that's a positive yeah uh they said that everything in game both for your ship's loadout so abilities that your ship can have and aesthetics are unlockable through gameplay um they made it sound like it's not going to be pay to win but yeah this is ea right. so i understand <laughs> any reserve people have my feeling though we were talking about this earlier before we started the, the stream my feeling is if the game is thirty nine ninety nine, and it costs an extra nineteen ninety nine to like quick unlock all the ship loadout stuff, I'll pay that shit for, like no question. Dude, not even a contest. Like that, dude. Like, that like I'm just paying for the full price game at that point. And yeah, I'm fine with that. I would hundred so, percent so do that. About, oh, okay. oh, go ahead, go ahead. Sorry. No. My only reserve about that particular thing is that it needs to be worth the extra twenty dollars, the amount of content. Oh yeah, to be oh, yeah. like, because if if they're charging me for a forty dollar game, right? I'm assuming I'm getting forty dollars worth of content, or or more maybe, right? Like I want to get at least that much. And so if 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 it's gated behind the extra twenty dollars, that extra twenty dollars definitely needs to be worth it. Well, you right. Know, so I mean, I, I don't. I don't know if I would be like, oh yeah, I'm for sure doing this if it's extra twenty. Right. I mean, that that's it the would, thing is this: if if the stuff that you can like, like is gated isn't worth it, then I'm just gonna unlock it in game. <laughs> you know, yeah. that's just that's, the way. I mean, that's how I feel too. That I'll I'll just play through it. But also, the fact that it's forty dollars makes me feel like they're confident that the game is good. Like they they it comes out in October. It comes out real quick. So they've kept yeah. it a secret this whole time. Um, they've obviously had internal discussions on what to price the game and all that shit. So I feel like if the game is 40 bucks, they feel like, all right, we're going to give them this base game for $40 and they're going to be hooked. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, and the gameplay they showed today looked really, really fucking cool. Dude, we were so. just talking about the, the whole basketball thing and everything earlier. The 5v5 aspect of it and... If they can develop this yeah. so that there's enough skill in the game to, like, avoid shots or just have, like, really kind of interesting mechanics to make it very skill-based, like Mario Kart 64 battle mode as opposed to Double Dash battle mode, you know, kind of things, they could potentially turn this into an eSport? I mean, is that what they're... It might, I might be on the radar, uh, in theory, given the... Uh... Well, just like the current climate 
right, climate uh-huh. of, of, of how certain games are making money. Uh, tossing esports into it has been okay. Uh, not amazing, obviously, but also because of the way things are structured with the, the, the you have your own squadron. Like, it's, it, I, I feel like it's totally possible. Yeah, and I mean, the, the game modes that they showed off today are very esports-esque. Like it's not just a battle, like a you know, like a, a deathmatch game. Mm-hmm. There's there's objective-based gameplay, mm-hmm. um, where you defend and you attack, kind of like um like a CS:GO yeah. or Valorant, you know, etc. So with that, that usually means that they have bigger plans. See, I'm totally down for. That. I I mean, having a Star Wars esport would be amazing, except of course, now you've got to deal with Disney. <laughs> Yeah. That's, that's part of the part is is I don't even know if it's possible with Disney. Right, because Disney obviously is the uh, is the the problem. <laughs> we you all know, have the Marvel. Ex- the Dragon Ball Fighters um, got through to Shueisha through Toei. Yeah, you know, it, like, it I, didn't. I, I don't have enough fingers, right? Like right. The, the Dragon Ball. Getting through Disney would be, I. Can't even fathom. I mean, honestly. what the? I mean, we're dealing with on the Marvel side, right? That's the way it always <laughs> Marvel side. Yeah, yeah. They they basically they're just like, yeah. What, what's a Marvel versus Capcom? We don't even want that, right? Like, so I don't know, man. <laughs> I didn't even think about Disney until it was brought up. <laughs> so, so thank you, yeah, to I mean, Dylan we'll, we'll Chatterton, see. for the subscription. Suck my nuts, asshole. Suck my nuts, D- Dylan Chatterton. There you go. And because this is generation spacing, I can actually use the non-G version of it. So there you go. <laughs> we got to cater to the kids, James. Oh, no, sorry. Gotta... Okay. Sigma nuts, cat butts to Dylan. Yeah, that's an there you go. All of our 11-year-old viewers. That's right. Yeah. Uh, God. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm all in for squadrons. It looks really, really fun. I'm excited to see more. I'm pumped uh, that it comes out in four months. Uh, I oh, hate wait, when they games four months? And they don't come out for like three. Yeah, it comes out in October. October oh, 2nd. Oh, okay. Also, wow, October is in like four months. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, because this year has felt like 10 years. Dude, years it suck. feels like we've been stuck in April, right? I mean, I, it still feels like we're I in do. spring. Uh, not for me, dude. It's hot as shit in here. Oh, okay. Fair, fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah but really it's just that... I actually have my AC blasting right now. I, didn't, I, didn't I, didn't want, I mean, I didn't even want to for sure, temperature-wise, but it's just like, for me, my my calendar year is defined by FGC events now. You know, yeah. I feel like it's summer. It's summer because of Combo Breaker. It's summer, or, or like late su- late spring because of Combo Breaker. It's summertime, CEO, Evo, and like all yeah. my seasons are defined by, by the yearly events and they're just not all happening and it's crazy, dude. Ugh. Yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely throwing a lot of people time out of whack because like uh, I, remember, I remember several years ago I was like, I knew it was Friday because uh, my local was on Friday. Or whatever, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I, 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 it's like, oh, yeah, today's Friday. Yeah. Like, or, you know, I, I knew it was fucking uh, Memorial Day weekend because of Cobble Breaker. Yeah. Like, all this shit. Hell, I mean, I only know that what day of the week it is right now because of the Tuesday show and Generation Spacing. <laughs> <laughs> Like, honestly, without that, I, I swear I would still be lost of what day of the week it is. So. I just constantly check, I guess, so I'd, I just got lucky. Uh. <laughs> 
I'm uh, I'm about to be like you pretty soon, James, where I lose track of days because I actually quit my job. Oh, you did? I did, <laughs> yeah. I, uh, so I was really sick, and I called off Thursday, Friday, and Monday. Right. And then Tuesday, I was still sick, but I was like, all right, I'm going to power through. And I was already planning on quitting. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, so I'm just going to power through this week. So I worked on Tuesday. And by the end of the day, I felt as bad as I did Monday. Uh-huh. So nice. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to quit now. And I called my boss, and I was like, yeah, I quit. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do. I have no plans. I have like 500 bucks in the bank. Oh, no. Uh, I have uh, one more paycheck coming. So I'll be able to pay my rent and everything. And I have already been talking to a recruiter. Uh, I should have interviews coming up, but like, I took a real big risk because of how unhappy I was. Yeah. No, I mean, uh, look, it sucks that you even have to make that decision because, like, it's it's like, oh, yeah, my mental health or being able to pay my fucking bills. Mm. Like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's that's what has been pretty much the entire time I've worked there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now with – so, I mean, obviously, a lot of you out there probably have no idea. Um, but I worked for a company that partners with Home Depot for home installs. And in particular, I worked for Countertops. And a huge portion of my job was scheduling installers to go into people's homes and um, measure and install countertops. Mm. Yeah. In my mind, you know, 85-year-old Nancy doesn't need <laughs> granite countertops right now because she can literally die from it, you know? Right. Uh-huh. And, like, these install techs and these measure techs, they're, they're going into 10-plus homes a day, every single day, five days a week. So... Like, I, they're, for sure it's going to help spread COVID, especially right. in Florida right now. And it was just weighing so heavily on my conscience, I couldn't keep doing it. Yeah. Like, so like granted, they're adults, and they can make their own decisions, but I'm also an adult, and I can make the decision that I don't want to contribute directly to COVID spread. Right. And, 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 and actually, the people installing the countertops, it kind of isn't their decision, right? They're kind of forced into it they're as well. They're being forced as well, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, look... I, when you are at a job and you are unhappy with it, it ruins your life. It absolutely does. I mean, yes. people do not understand how miserable you become when you're at a job that you are just not happy with. And, you know, that's why, like, when I got laid off of my last job, I, I, I had to restrain myself from jumping up and cheering in front of my manager, you know, who, who let me know, <laughs> you know, like... It was just, it, it was, it was kind of crazy at that point. But, you know, even David said after I had stopped working there that he was like, you seem so much happier these days, <laughs> you know? Yeah, dude, and, I am, I, I've, I've just felt relief after yeah. I quit. I mean, I'm, I'm like, even though I have no clue it's going to happen to me now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm fortunate because I'm still getting occasional gigs here. I have someone renting from my place. So I still have like little and I, I can still make a decent like a, like a few hundred from Twitch, you uh-huh. know, every month kind of thing like that. So that actually helps a little bit, although not this month because I didn't stream crap this month. But, you know, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll see what happens. But. You know, I mean, I, I can survive. And like I said before we started the stream, I'm getting some checks for gigs that I did last year. <laughs> like, d- like now, you I know, kind you of thing. Funny. So <laughs> weirdly enough, the delay on the on the esports payments is actually kind of feeling nice at this point. But 
It's that maybe the one time you wanted it to be this way. Yeah, exactly. It's the only Every time. Every other time it's like, well, I can't eat. <laughs> Delay-based paycheck, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, that is what uh, commentary life is on. Is that is what esports is. Esports is absolutely that, so. There's nothing worse than having your contract be net 60 and they still don't pay you on time. Mm-hmm. Like, motherfucker, you had two months. <laughs> Two months. Think about that shit. To pay me sixty bucks, you know. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, like to pay me fucking peanuts. Oh man. I, I you know, I, I guess I should clarify though that uh, it's it's not always every single person yeah, that employs yeah, us yeah. that that takes forever to pay us. No, 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 no. Yeah. Not not always. It depends um, on it depends on the person, depends on the company, depends on yeah, all this, yeah, all yeah, the stuff. There's a lot of extenuating factors. And generally, when I'm getting paid directly from TOs, I get paid right away. Yeah, like yeah. Bailey and Rick and all them, they they, they pay immediately. So yeah. Yeah. TOs do fine. It's the fucking bigger companies that. Well, that's because they're stuck, you know, draw right? Back. Because, like, a lot of the companies that hire us, that contract us, are being hired by the bigger companies, and they can't pay us until they get paid. I mean, they could pay us first. That is definitely an option, and have them go in the hole until they get paid. But, like, the whole situation just kind of sucks because everybody is slow as shit on everything. And it's, 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 I don't, it's, it's weird that this whole. Like, this is not even just esports. This is just how contracting and, like, any sort of, you know, industry like this operates. Like, somehow, for some reason, being months late on a payment has been deemed okay. You know, like, that should have not been like that in the first place, you know? So, I I actually, I remember a uh, a tweet a long time ago from, it was either a Dota or a StarCraft caster. I can't remember which. I'm Mm -hmm. forgetting but one of the larger esports than in comparison to fighting games, um, who had specifically said if uh, if you're not paying them and then reimbursing yourself, it's probably an issue, like or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like I, I I I don't know. It's it's really hard to. It's it's a shitty situation, uh, and it's so frustrating. And it's I mean it's to me it's like kind of on par with the whole stupid thing like oh you're a waitress you get tips so we can charge we can pay you two bucks an hour you know kind of yeah, thing no. like all, <laughs> no. like how does all this shit become acceptable you know what I mean like <laughs> pay them a livable wage and they won't need tips and yeah. then there won't be any tips that other people need to put down on the table and then there's more money that goes into the restaurant you know just all this bullshit it's called a tip. <laughs> Like, by nature of the word, it means it's extra, you know? Like, yep. it's, it's adding to the tip of every... I, anyways, you know, I mean, like, if I could ever become, like, some sort of governor of California or whatever, I would fucking abolish tips and just make it like Japan is, you know what I mean? And just, just have it be... Dude, fucking... It's not even just Japan. The UK, everywhere. Yeah. All of Europe. You can't abolish tips until you give them a livable wage because they need the tips. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, I, mean, that, I, would, yeah. I would force the minimum wage on there. I wouldn't make it so that tipping is illegal, but I would make it so that tipping is not necessary. I would try to create that culture that tipping, not tipping is fine, you know, kind of thing. So Yeah. Hmm. It would take a while to do that for sure. Oh, yeah. It's, it's so ingrained in us right now. 
But I mean, that's what makes it tough because I mean, like the weird part about it is too, is like, you know, when you try to do the tip thing too, like now you become to the point where you're like expecting people to always come by and check on you. Whereas, you know, you could just be like, hey, by the way, hey, you know, call someone over and just have it be easier. But now if they don't come by, you're mad or whatever like this. And then sometimes they're the ones that are too eager to help you. Hi, hi. And you're like, please leave me alone. I just want to eat, you know, kind of thing. And so like. In Japan, you just go there, you pick what you want to eat from a machine, you get a ticket, you hand it to the lady, she gets it, yeah. your food comes out, and then you're like, I'm done, and then you walk away. <laughs> and it's like... Well, you walk away and you go pay if you haven't paid before. Right, uh, yeah, yeah. But most of the time, you... Yeah, most of the time you actually pay at the machine. They just have this machine that you go there and you pick what you want and a piece of paper comes out and then you sit down at the table and hand it to them and then they just bring you your food and that's it. It's so convenient. It's so nice. I don't have to worry about tip. I've already paid for it. I mean, people said like living in Japan is expensive, but that's only like because you obviously have to travel a lot and 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 only like living in places costs a lot but if you're okay with having a small place like eating out every day just barely costs anything dude it's so crazy yeah but you always want to eat out every day when Mm -hmm. you're there (laughs) because not only that but the food is so good like you go to 7-eleven and buy like a fucking three dollar pasta dish and it's like fucking amazing dude it's so good yeah i uh, i always get um i uh last yeah evo japan I um I made sure to get a kombini egg salad sandwich every night, mm-hmm. every single night, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like two bucks, and it's super good, dude. It's crazy, man. One day I'll go. I hope you do get to go, dude. It's it's one day. One day. I I, I have no doubts. I have no doubts, Brandon. That is, dude. I do. Have you seen Planet Earth? <laughs> okay. All right. Fair. <laughs> I have now, some doubts. Fair. Right now, it's like a Fair. Okay. 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 <laughs> that 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 needs to be put on a fucking poster, man. Have you seen Planet Earth? <laughs> that is the motto of 2020, right there. Uh, it's not looking too hot right now. That is summing up 2020 in a nutshell, right there. Have you seen Planet Earth? Oh, oh man, God. I've definitely seen Planet Earth, and it is a. Uh... It is I mean, the, the, the fold on the Met on my shirt right now says it all right now. He looks so sad. Because <laughs> he's supposed to look like this, but he looks like this. <laughs> That's hilarious, actually. I'm having way too much fun with this. Uh, oh, God. Yeah. It's not It's not a good time, dude. It's not a good time. No. But I mean, the only and thing that's we the got thing. going for us is Star Wars, Rogue Squadrons, and Skate Hey, hey, hey! Miles Morales. Squadrons, not Rogue Squad. Squadrons. <laughs> no, you said Rogue Squadrons. There's no Rogue. There's no Rogue. I keep saying it. It's really hard to get out of. I mean, yeah, I know. Really that was an old it. franchise, so it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like it's it's it was. <sighs> yeah, and then honestly, one of the things is that you know you know. You can't even sit here and say, wow, I can't wait till things, you know, even if it takes over a year from now, I can't wait till things are back to normal. There is no more normal. This is the new normal, right? I mean, yeah, a lot I mean, of this we is definitely, We definitely do not want to go back to the old normal. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Actually, that's a good question, Runato, uh, about The Last of Us 2. For those of you who have been following it, I haven't really been following it. I all I know is there was drama. Was What's that? I haven't read the spoilers at all. 
I, I so either. I've read the spoilers because I don't have interest in the game really, but oh, I've well, also don't, heard. Don't spoil us. I, I've also heard this. Well, the thing is, I've also heard that the spoilers were not accurate. The leaked spoilers were not accurate. Oh, really? And I'm wondering what the what what the actual turns out it is or whatever, but I'm not sure. So Renato says it's a giant shit show. Apparently, oh, okay, I don't know. So I really I mean, want to play the game, but I definitely am not spending sixty dollars on yeah. a video game right now. Well, the other problem uh, yeah. too is that the trailer that they keep posting out has a song that is a hundred percent plagiarized from somebody, and that's like a big deal right now yeah so the song that ellie l sings or ellie whatever her name is where she's playing the guitar is a cover Mm -hmm. of a song made by another group i forget it's a very popular song and it's a cover of a song and it's a very it's a guitar based uh you know um like acoustic version of it now normally you know everyone's like oh it's coincidence it's just chords it's just you know style but the way that she sings it in is, a, is in a key change, and the key change is, is exactly the same as a cover that was written like seven years ago and performed by somebody, and the chords are exactly the same, the guitar sounds the same, and it's like, okay, maybe there's just a coincidence, but the problem is, at the very end of the song, she sings a melody that is not in the original that she made up herself, and it's replicated exactly in The Last of Us 2 trailer. <laughs> Like that part of the song is replicated oh, exactly yeah, in the that, last. That sounds pretty damning to me. <laughs> yeah, it was like I not have... good. So they're going through shit right now. Naughty Dog is not having a good time with this game. <laughs> I um, I only remember hearing the song. I think it was the same song when they first showed off the Last of Us two. Yeah, it was that the, was the, the only time you know, I remember this. Explained. Something's got a hold on me, or something like that, you know. And then towards the end, there's this part where they just kind of sing this melody, and that melody only exists in the cover of that this that this lady did like seven years ago. It's not in they the original. She made it up herself, and yeah, so it's not good. Rough. Yeah, Naughty Dog. Rough. I mean, I'm Crash Bandicoot to this. <laughs> they make fantastic games, but they're very well known for expecting too much from their devs. <laughs> Not overworking cat. them. No, see, we gotta make well-behaved cat. Is that's 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 the game? Well-behaved cat. Well-behaved cat is the company that, we're that's, making. That's what the cat game is 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 being developed by. Stray, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The hour's edge. <laughs> Wait, what's the name of their company? It's 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 a uh, what is it polite cat is that what you oh said? oh I said that's right that's right I forgot about meow meow meowers edge that's meowers right. edge oh. meow percore <laughs> percore for meowers edge all you're gonna per-core. see are like paws on the front of the screen doing this and then jumping and then. <laughs> Like grabbing on ledges and stuff, yeah. And then we're gonna hear James Chen's voice because he's gonna be the esports champion. <laughs> <laughs> of the world, yeah, Meower's exactly. Edge. Of Meower's Edge. Oh man, dude, I need to make the park parkour cat game now, dude. And it's gonna be the company is definitely gonna be well behaved cat, and uh, it's gonna be called Meower's well Edge Parkour. Well, you oh. can't make skate now, so <laughs> that's right. Can't make skate anymore. It's, it's being made. Well, now I need we just to that. make I need to make swing, 
my tennis game too. So there you go. Although swing would be a really bad name for it now that I think about it. So just emulate, yeah. just, just emulate virtual tennis, bro. Just, just. Dude, I'm telling you, I would, you know, remember how rockstar made that one ping pong game that was like super accurate yeah, to real. What's that? It was called table tennis. Oh, okay. Okay. And I, I, I never played it. I'm not good at table tennis, even though I'm Chinese. See, I'm allowed to make those racist jokes, but, um, uh, like, I, I, if I made this tennis game, even though I'm not a big tennis player, I swear I would try to make one that's like way more accurate to like what tennis players have to do and stuff. So I'm telling you, I have not played cat lateral damage. I do know about that, but you know, this, this is, this is different. <laughs> this is different. There's no, there's no cat lateral damage. This is per core. Right. Exactly. <laughs> per core. <laughs> Like I said, you have to see the cat paws doing this, and when you make the jump, the cat paws do this, and you know. <laughs> you guys just don't get it. Okay? <laughs> just, you don't understand the genius <laughs> of Meowler's Edge. It would make no sense because no cat walks, runs with their hands in the air, but I would totally do it anyway. <laughs> oh my god. Meowler's Edge is what it's all about right now. I am yeah, patenting this idea. I, I have not played Helltaker yet, but I've seen gameplay of it. It looks cool. I don't know what that is. I, uh, I installed it, but I, I still haven't played it. What is it? Uh, I don't know. If, okay, so it's a puzzle game, right? I, huh. I, I just don't know if you would like this game at all, James. It's a puzzle game where you court demons. Okay. That is the easiest way I can put it. Oh, is it like one of those uh, dating sims, but you're but it's but demons? It's a puzzle game. But it's a puzzle and game. It's demons. Huh. I'll check it out. I'll check it out. <laughs> horny demons. It's, it's, yeah, there, there are explicitly horny demons. In it. Oh, James okay, Chen, okay, gotcha. James gotcha. Chen into horny demons confirmed. Oh, okay, gotcha. <laughs> it's, it's more about the horniness of it. Uh, so, I mean, but, the, I mean, demons always have horns, right? It's just like the devil horns. It's true. Exactly. They're, they're horny right. demons, right? That's what you're talking yeah. about, right? The horny demons. I definitely demons. should have thought about that. I'm sorry. <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> Puzzle rhythm dating demon dating sim. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I I tried to put it as 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 well as I could. Okay. Okay. Uh, without like, I mean, you've probably seen some fan art of the characters on Twitter. At least I have. I mean, you but know I'm what? In the anime scene, so I see a shit ton. Yeah, I'm just saying. I can't say I have. <laughs> My timeline is curated well enough, and even if I did see him, I probably wouldn't even recognize where it's from. You know, That's I would just fair. be like, well, yeah, I mean, oh, it's probably demon, just a no. horny demon. You know. <laughs> Not all of the demons are horny. I'm just just putting that out there. You okay. Know, okay. Just... Fair, fair, fair. <laughs> well, you almost had me, but now you tell me that there's not some horny demons. I don't want it. I'm sorry. So I was rude. I was ready for horny de horny <laughs> demons game. Whole ass ruined the game for you. you know, I mean, do do people all do this to you as well, uh, Isaiah? But every time I see that emote, the bless RNG emote, I, I I it always makes me think you of think you. Think it's me? Yeah, uh, it makes me think of you. It's like the dance game being co-opted by flow. You know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. That, that no, nobody ever says it's me uh i don't think i've ever actually had anybody uh say it's like oh that looks like you um, <laughs> but uh the the closest thing was that like my nickname in middle school was jesus i guess like, I, looked, <laughs> okay. I, I looked the part so, that's fair that's fair back then it's like uh 
Chris Jesus Ferguson of the poker world. <laughs> Is that your emote, Dubo? <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious, dude. <laughs> That's awesome. Hold on. Uh, these are mine. You guys spamming emotes in the chat now? I only have four. Nice. I uh, I could have uh, the full like set that an affiliate could have, but uh, I have not submitted any extras other than the three. So, it's like, eh. Hi, kitty. Jasmine is just sitting here and just like, oh, hi. Hi. So, hi. this is going to be weird, but I didn't watch the Tuesday show, but I heard you guys had a really good show. Oh, yeah? Okay. Yeah, I also missed it. Yeah, what did we... you guys talk about? I want to understand. I literally only heard that the Tuesday show was really good, and I have no idea <laughs> what we... was good about it. What did you guys talk about? We talked a lot about Black Lives Matter, you know, and David, you know, going to his protests and all these things like that. And then we talked about the bands as well, you know, the, the okay. F-Champ and, you know, Mike Z situations and stuff. And, you know, obviously without question, I mean, on YouTube right now, it's gotten the most pushback and the most dislikes and everybody's like angry at it and everything and people talking shit about us all over the comments and everything like that. And that obviously didn't help me fall asleep last night at all. <laughs> but of course, because why would you ever, you know, try to uh, try to try to talk about having equality? Right. But I mean, How you know, you? How I, fucking dare you? We were I mean, mostly like I went off on people because like I was talking about how like, you know, people are saying that the FGC is getting soft because we're like you know, policing all this language and all shit like that. And I just basically said to everybody out there, there's like, actually, you're the soft ones if you don't want this shit police because you're just mad because you can't be an asshole anymore without consequences. Yeah, they're, they're, getting, they're getting, um, they're having the reaction that they're saying other people are having when someone tells them that they're not allowed to be racist or, <laughs> yeah. or whatever. It's like, it's, it's the weirdest, like, just... Can you believe this? Like, one of the comments on the YouTube was calling people... Like, oh, no, I was on Twitter calling people me... Like, me and David, they were calling us fascists. Like, leftist fascists. Like, does that... Yep. Like, they're taking the language that describes them and just without any logic or understanding, just trying to flip it the other way. Just Part of to... that is from Trump. Yeah, That's Trump true. has yeah. been like openly trying to call all leftists a Antifa and b fascists, which yeah. is so <laughs> an anti-fascists are the fascists according right. to Trump. And, and, and it's probably, because they're trying to make you know. this rhetoric that uh, Antifa doesn't stand for anti-fascist, so it's like so, so, <laughs> so he can get away with uh, you know calling an anti-fascist a fascist right. or a terrorist yeah. or whatever. Yeah, and like by the way. Trump and his administration used Nazi symbols this morning. Oh, yeah. They I did. Saw, yeah. Facebook actually did something about it, too, for yeah. the first time ever. The whole ass took the mask off and were just like, it's Nazi concentration. Yeah, fine. <laughs> this morning. Oh, <sighs> God. Uh, I, I, I can't believe Facebook actually did something about it, dude. That, like, that yeah. pretty, blows my mind on that one. But, again, you know... I hope 100 years from now, I hope 200 years from now, everyone looks at 2020 and be like, man, I can't believe it was like that back then. Like, I can't believe they actually had to fight for, you know, equality. What a weird time, you know? Yeah, we, we still still fighting, even though we have had this fight 
700 different times for different yeah, colors, yeah, different genders, different, all this shit. Like, I mean, having, you know, taking away rights for trans people on the anniversary of the Pulse shooting, you know, like, that's that not... happened this year. That's not fucked up or anything, you know? <laughs> but that got overturned crazy enough, so, but... No, but yeah, I mean, that's basically what it was, a lot of it on the Tuesday show. And, you know, I even said, you know, obviously it sucks, you know, that, you know, Mike and Champ both said these guys. Do I honestly think that either of them are racist? Probably not, but both of them are stupid for what they said. And, you know, I, I honestly do think that, you know, and I know a lot of us are friends with Mike or whatever like that, but I... I I, I think he should be banned too. You know, I think ba uh, him and Champ both deserve some sort of ban for repercussions on, you know, just to kind of, it's not, it shouldn't be selective. You know what I mean? Like the, the, the problem with the Mike Z situation is, uh, well, I shouldn't say it's not like a total, like a total problem um, because Combo Breaker and uh, East Coast Throwdown were the non-governing bodies that banned Champ. Right. Um, mm -hmm. The reason mm -hmm. I mentioned this is because for, for Mike Z, how is Capcom Pro Tour going to ban him? Right, like, exactly. Obviously, he doesn't fucking play Street Fighter. And right. Fighter You're either, banned right? from like, Capcom Pro Tour, Mike Z. <laughs> Mike Z's going to be so, like... So, so, like, so obviously, there's not going to be any sort of Capcom Right, yeah. But I do but think... Like, with Combo Breaker and East Coast Throwdown banning right. Camp, I, that I, is another story. Yeah, and I had mentioned that, too, because, you know, Combo Breaker is where the Skullgirls, essentially, their Evo is. And yes. to have Combo Breaker make that kind of a stand and make that kind of a, 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 you know, a point about it. And, you know, that's the thing, right? I mean, I've heard Champ has said, you know, he's like, whatever, I accept my, you know, because uh, I, what I said was stupid and things like that. And I'm sure Mike feels the same way kind of situation. But the fact that I, I, I uh, don't, I actually personally, and like I said, I, 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 I don't want to make it be like, oh, he's my friend and I like, but I do. He is my friend and I like Mike Z a lot and everything. And what he said was really stupid and it made it that much more painful for me to hear it and that much more disappointing that he said it. But, you know, I would imagine Mike would be the kind of person to be like, no, dude, I totally get it. Like, yeah, ban me because I was an idiot kind of thing. And if so, and if that's how he responds, take... that's good. And if he doesn't respond, that if he gets mad, if Combo Breaker bans him, then we kind of understand more about him. You know what I mean? That's kind of how I feel about a lot of it. So uh, my, my take on the, the whole thing, um, just to preface anything I'm about to say, is I think that Smash is ahead of the FGC as a whole and that they have a governing body yeah. with set rules that say, if you do these things, these are your punishments, mm -hmm, you know? Mm -hmm. um, I've heard whisperings that TOs are coming together to do that for okay. the FGC. Okay. I don't know if it'll happen. I don't know when it'll happen. I'm hoping that it's true and it does happen. Uh, because we do need a set of rules yeah. to determine and not just say put on ECT or put on yes. Combo Breaker yeah. to, to make mm. that decision, right? Like, they shouldn't have to be the beacons of light right. in the FGC. Yeah, it should be a, these are the rules, break them, get fucked, basically. It, it's an interesting situation because I've always been anti-governing body in the FGC because I do like that the FGC is more... Because I'm always scared of governing bodies because 
in particular, our community has multiple games and I don't want like more pro Capcom people on the governing body than pro NRS people. Cause yeah, but I don't think that has anything to do with like, if you say racist shit, right. And that's the thing. <laughs> if we can create a governing body more just for a code of conduct, and has no yes, other say. That's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, and, and, and there, there's going to be a universal COC, at least from what I've heard, uh, coming soon-ish. Yeah. I hope it happens. And uh, so, but where I was headed with that, regardless, was uh, Champ getting banned by Capcom was a long time coming. Yes, it was. Champ, Champ has repeatedly, repeatedly, like shit on Capcom. He's he's gone publicly and dr called them the R word over and over again right. and like not even trying to hide it like he will at capcom fighters at you know bizarre <laughs> like and just be like yeah you guys are ours you know i don't want to say it mm -hmm. um but yeah like he'll do that and then he leaked several marvel versus capcom infinite he things. broke nba yeah <laughs> and he, yeah yeah and then Curtain he, gate. he broke nba hugely like the biggest breach of nda i've ever seen from anyone ever he took a dev kit and streamed it on Twitch for like three hours. Right. It showed all these developer tools that nobody was ever supposed to see, know about. He showed like character slots and he showed plan what they had planned. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. He showed all this shit. And then when Capcom gave him the cease and desist, he said, Well, if you guys still care, aren't you developing the game? Like, that's not yeah. how that shit works. And he knows that. Mm -hmm. I know that he's not that dumb. So yeah. he's been like giving Capcom reasons to ban him for a long time and now that they finally gave him a real reason they're like yep bye <laughs> so that that's that's why i think capcom mm. dropped the hammer because he was he was asking for it he we wanted them to do something it seemed like yeah mike z capcom yeah like you guys said why why the fuck would they care yeah <laughs> so, uh... so that's where the toc comes in and we need something like that in place so when shit like what mike z did happens we have a real set of rules to mm -hmm. be like hey mm -hmm. you broke the rule this is your punishment yeah um so one thing uh i i thought i heard james say this so i just need to ask just so i have clarification uh, um did you say that champ um said he accepted his punishment or whatever I, I, said, or did you say I, mike said that? i heard that that's what he had said that's what i had gotten okay. word of I think that's a little horseshit because okay. um, he he tweeted at David um, right after David said uh, to East Coast Throwdown and Rick when they banned him. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He tweeted uh -huh. at David like, you've always been trying to get me fucking banned. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, he got mm -hmm. really angry about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All, all David said was good work. Right. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, trust me, I'm fully aware of that because all of the F champ stands are yelling in our chats all the time everywhere. And everything, uh -huh. but no, I, I had heard like I think Champ streamed recently, and he said that he, he accepted or something. But to talk about it on the day of, yeah, and, and there, I have a huge fucking problem with that. Yeah, and because he's he's so just trying to get people to view his stream, you know, that's just all it really comes down to. So this this happened um, uh, previously. I I don't I do not take someone monetizing the. Uh, the plight of others uh, very well, mm -hmm. like at all, and um, that's 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 basically what he was doing because he was um, he he sat down and he was like, you know, let's talk about it on my stream. Yeah, make sure uh -huh. to sub. Like, and then all you're doing is inviting all your stands to come in and sub to you and everything, and yeah, you're absolutely monetizing it. So that's kind of uh, screwed. I mean, like 
Mike has basically disappeared off the radar. You know, he's he's completely yeah, vanished. as you should when you make a mistake like that. Yeah, exactly. So, so um, another thing I do want to point out, as a black man, um, I I want to say that you should not tell another black person how to feel about that type of situation. Yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely. Um, when when Mike Z said it, there was a black woman on the broadcast with him. <laughs> Yeah. Sharpie. Mm-hmm. And um a lot of people hounded her about not immediately doing something about it. To which I was fucking appalled that they were hounding her about this because of course she didn't do anything immediately about it. She was probably in shock. Yeah, like, absolutely. Because like how how do you process that? Like you you sit down, you're commentating with someone who made the game that is basically your your life, right? Like you, she has done Sharpie is maybe single-handedly one of the biggest, like, uprisers of Skullgirl yeah. that I've ever seen, uh-huh. right? Like, she carries that fucking game mm-hmm. on her back. Mm-hmm. Um, not to say that it wouldn't prosper without her or anything. I'm saying that she she goes above and beyond. She's a champion of the uh, game. Absolutely. She's Absolutely. 100% but my point, champion. My point is, is that you're sitting down, you're commentating with a person that you, you know, you respect so much, you know, you're really happy that they made this game, you know, and, and you're also on this particular stream that is meant to help with uh, this particular issue, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, and then and the, that person, that role model, that person you looked up to or whatever kind of deal says that, you, not everyone is just going to immediately clap back. Like, people are going to be taken aback. They're going to be like, wait, yeah. did I just hear that i mean i mean if you if you watch the clip mike says what he says and then things go silent for like the rest of the match yeah for like 30 seconds had no idea how to respond yeah like you said can you really blame her like absolutely not yeah and it's fucking ridiculous to think that like she would immediately say something about that Mm -hmm, i think mm -hmm. because because i i i am having conversations on twitter where people are saying some dumb fucking shit and I can't even respond to that immediately. And it's a Twitter <laughs> conversation of with someone I don't even know. Right. This is someone who created this game that she has been lifting up for years, putting her blood, sweat, and tears into. Right. Yeah. Like, and 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 it's just like you know, Oni kind of says like that silence that happened afterwards says a lot. You know, what I mean that. Yeah, I agree. So um, and then also, uh, Sonic Fox said that uh, they forgive Mike Z. Mm-hmm. Again, do not tell a black person how to feel about the situation. Yes, just absolutely. That, that is their that is their choice, right? Mm-hmm. Um, whether you or I agree with their choice is a whole other matter, but we cannot tell them that they should feel that way mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah, it's just yeah. Everybody's gonna have, you know, kind of like a different way to process the situation. And, you know, the thing about it is, you know, even if Sharpie and Sonic Fox have, you know, forgiven Mike, you know, neither of them are gonna sit there and be like, oh, you know what? What Mike said wasn't wrong. You know, like, they've already said that it's wrong, that they didn't like what he said, but they talked to him about it personally. And, you know, uh, had a long conversation and talked about, you know, how it came out. And I'm sure he, like I said, he probably admitted to them or said to them that, you know, he was wrong and that he messed up or something, you know, to that degree. Yeah, yeah. a private conversation is is just that, you know, it's we, we don't know what was said or, right. you know, how it was. Like, for all mm-hmm. we know, uh, the both of them could have fucking went off on him. 
for like an hour straight. Yeah, exactly. Like we well, we don't even know. Like right. um, you know that kind of thing. But like the the point is is just don't tell them how to feel. Yeah. Like it's that's not that's not how it works. Not and of course, um one black person will feel differently about that situation than another. We are not one like hive mind that's not we, we don't have the Wait, perfect answer. You're answers. not? <laughs> <laughs> we don't we don't have the perfect answers for each other, right? Like you can't ask me how to talk to, to Sharpie about this situation. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna be able to fucking tell you. Like like it, it's just not that's just not how it works, yeah. right? Like so just just I would I would just really like for people to stop pounding um others who feel a certain way and trying to tell them how they should feel or, you know, what they should be doing or whatever the fuck when, like, there's there's so many extenuating factors that can go into the amount of stress that that shit kind of built up. Yeah. And that's the other thing, too, is can you imagine the amount of stress that that probably caused for Sharpie? You know, like, that is I, a... I can imagine uh, a little bit of it. Obviously, I can't imagine the same thing. Right. Uh, but... I don't think any of us can. But yeah. I mean, that it's... moment right there, one of the reasons why she's silent is probably because as soon as he made that joke, it's like your whole world is shattering at that point in time. Because now there's like a billion thoughts going through your mind, like, what the hell just happened? You know, and it's 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 a tough situation to deal with. And everyone always says, you know, like, oh, hey, I, you know, why didn't you say anything? Why were you silent? Blah, blah, blah. But then, you know, everyone wants to say that they can do those things. But then, like, when you're in public and you see someone being racist to someone else, do you publicly go and defend them? Or do you sit there and be like, what the hell, you know, kind of thing? It's like, when you're in the situation, it's always very different than when you're pretending to be in the situation. Yeah, yeah, your theory, your theory crafting is not exactly yeah. what's going to happen or how it's going to go down mm-hmm. at all. Yeah, absolutely. So it's a it's 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 a tough situation for her to be in. I feel really bad for her, but you know, it's one of those situations that, you know, David and I have wanted to try to get her onto the Tuesday show if she wants to, obviously. It's not it's she's already been going through enough. If she doesn't want to talk about it, then we're not going to force her or anything like that. Yeah, so. I I'm I'm pretty sure she was pretty fed up with it uh the moment it happened. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. But, but you yeah, know, I could be wrong. more more so to the fact that, you know, I had talked about it before and I know I talked to you about it, uh, Isaiah in particular. I didn't like the tweet about them trying to highlight certain black members in the fighting game community because it felt like one of those, hey, look, we have black people in our community too kind of things. And it, I was just like, uh, what are you talking about? Like our in the Western Hemisphere, like black people make up like 50% of the community. <laughs> you know, like you... You so, would spend more time trying to list the significant, like, Asian people than you would the black people in our community, you know. And, um, but at the same time, you know, there is worth it to highlight some of them. And so, you know, we kind of wanted to try to bring on uh, a lot of different, uh, you know, black members of the community so they can talk about some of their inspirations and such, you know, and try to spread the word about more of the people that have done good work. You know. So in regards to, to, to you talking about that, um, mm-hmm. you probably remember this when you asked me about it, but mm-hmm. I specifically said, like, I, um, some of us are going to like that type of tweet, and some yeah, of us yeah, aren't. Yeah. There's, that's, just, that's just how it is, right? Like, the, the highlighting is mm-hmm. important, but at the same time, it, it does end up uh, missing a few of us, right? Mm-hmm. Like, or missing a lot of us, because there's no way you can highlight everybody. Right. Um, and so some people will be pretty upset by that. 
Um, funny enough, I actually know someone who was pretty upset that they didn't get highlighted. Oh, dang. Um, okay. In that particular instance, right at, uh, right before you asked me, uh-huh. I spoke to them about it. Um, so, like, it's, 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 it's something that can be kind of shitty, but it has really good intention behind yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So it, it's, not, it's not something that I would ever say, like, don't do that again. Like, right. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, or just, like, you know, think about this or whatever. Because, like, yeah. it's, unless it's something you do over time, you're not going to be able to highlight everyone regardless. Right. And, and that's the thing is, like, you know, uh, Body Novel on Twitter, you know, has been asking for unsung heroes and stuff. And, you know, I listed Capwan. I don't know how many people out there even know who Capwan is in our community. You know, he's the guy who's at every single CPT event and every single Evo and everything on the stage, sending the matches up and doing all that stuff. And, you know, he's a significant black member of our community. Uh, someone just mentioned Reina. You know, she's a super significant member of our community who has done a bunch of TOing for Big E and for Larry and yeah. a whole bunch of other people. I wonder even if some people don't even realize Tom and Tony Cannon are black. You know, like some people might not some even... Some people haven't even seen them before. Right. You know what I mean? like, yeah, yeah, I was going to say, it's like they are that publicly visible that, right. that often anymore. Especially not these days. Even like, like even even before it was like, uh, you know, they, they were less publicly available because right. there wasn't as much like camera footage and stuff, tournaments. But like, even now that their their roles are a bit different than they used to be. Yeah, it's it's harder to even know <laughs> who they are, you know, yeah. what race they are. And so, you know, it's just one of those things like, you know, I mentioned that in my tweet, too, is like I understand the intentions behind this tweet are all positive and I'm not like trying to like get mad at whoever made the tweet or whatever. But it's just that, you know, I just feel like it's 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 almost kind of a. Uh, uh, I don't want to call it a disservice, but it, it just it like I said, I see those tweets from companies that have like you know, 95%, you know, white people in the company. And they're like, hey, look, at here's the black people who contribute to our company kind of thing. You know, whereas, like I said, in the fighting game community, I mean, we can't even, you can't even talk about, like, the top players, for example, without noticing that, that like, 60% of them are black people in our community. You know, talking um, about, you know, the contributors, our TOs, our commentators, our uh, everything, you know, the fighting game community. I just feel like our lifeblood is the black community. You know what I mean? So, like... Is, is the word you're looking for performative? Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, yeah, maybe. Maybe a little bit. Yeah. Maybe that's kind of how it feels a little to me. And again, like I said, I know it has good intentions. I don't want to sit there and be like, yeah, like you said, it's not one of those things that I'd be like, don't you dare ever do that again, you know? I just wanted to use it as a, as a, as a jumping off point for the conversation that there are that many significant black members of the FGC out there. You know, the, like the reason I asked was simply to understand. I'm, I'm not trying to like yeah, call yeah, you out yeah. or anything. I, I I wanted to know where you were coming with yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Because like uh, right now, it can probably be pretty difficult to understand whether or not something is performative. Yeah, um, that's because true. like people are are having a paradigm shift, right? Mm-hmm. About the entire world, uh, and about the lives of black people, and so um, now that they're suddenly you know giving a crap or whatever. That could be genuine, or that could be performative, and mm. it's really hard to gauge yeah. uh, for a black person. Yeah. Uh, so, so I can, I guess I could see whether or not you you might 
have like an inkling of a feeling that it could be. Okay. I guess the best way to put it is I don't think it was performative now that I've thought about it a little bit more. I don't think it was performative, but I think it can come off that way a little dangerously. And I, I, I think it had solely good intentions. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, personally, yeah. But there's, there's obviously no way you can do it without making at least one or two other people upset because yeah. they weren't mentioned. Yeah. You know yeah. what I, I mean? mean <clears throat> I mean, like to go along with that, if you guys saw the Polygon article that came oh, out. Oh yeah. That, primarily feature Tasty Steve. A lot of people were upset about that because it didn't mention any black women, it didn't mention trans people, it didn't mention all these other things. Right. Um, so even though like the article was probably meant to just promote people doing good things, they left out a lot of people in you know in the in the writing of it. And, yeah. Um, the author actually tweeted that you know they were sorry and they didn't realize they were doing that and blah blah blah. But yeah, like it, it's it's that's part of the problem is you mm-hmm. Even if you intend well, you literally can't make everyone happy. You can't include everyone. And in doing that, it becomes um, exclusionary. So that sucks. So, so that one in particular is a bit uh, more egregious than the, the tweet of yeah. tag your, you know, your, the, the black person you admire in the mm-hmm. FTC or whatever. Sure. I, I forget verbatim what was said because that one's like open. Whereas this article was something that was planned right. and had right, to, right, be right. to to like they had to choose people, right? Well, I mean, so, the, the the tweet that I'm talking about was something more like that. Was more like here's a list it? of the people, and then there was like uh, they listed a bunch of people uh, in particular. I thought it was like they would say their own people and they left the thread open for other. Oh, people okay, maybe say, maybe that's what, what it was. was maybe was, that's was that not was. what it was. Yeah, I didn't I didn't see that tweet thread. Okay, okay, I, I'd um, have to double check. I, I don't I didn't I didn't save the tweet or anything because I just was like, Ugh. and so like I can't well, even. If if it's what you're saying, then then yeah, it's 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 uh, a similar situation. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, but if it's what I thought it was, um, the the article is more egregious. And it makes sense that a lot of people were upset about it because, again, it is planned, right? Like, they can Mm -hmm. sit down and they can go, okay, we're trying to highlight black people Mm -hmm. in the FGC. We're trying to to highlight the struggles, the the ups, uh, you know, all that shit, right? The successes. And we we asked Majin Obama and Tasty Steve and that's it. Right. And, you know, and and didn't think to... to, um, to, to like, oh, you know, there are black women in the FGC. Oh, you know, there are black trans people in the FGC. Oh, you know, they're black non-binary, etc. You know, and 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 also like the different roles, right? Like not just commentators, but there's TOs. There's, you know, it's a it's a very vast amount of of the black community in the FGC doing so much, um, and it's it's one of those things where it definitely could have been a little more inclusionary, uh, given a little bit more thought and. Granted, uh, it's obviously there was a lot of uproar that some people think was was a bit too much, right? Mm-hmm, Versus mm-hmm. the the art, uh, the the author. Um, but when when you're in a situation of of being a black woman or a black trans person who is not included in, in this conversation, um, th- that happens daily, right? That becomes <laughs> pent up stress, pent yeah. up anger, and of course they're going to explode. Right. It it only makes sense to me. Like when when I when you know when I see like uh, Amanda, um, she was very perturbed about not having a trans person or even a woman uh, mm-hmm. on there, right? Uh, for very good reason, <laughs> like, and 
like sure it could be it could be spoken to the author about in a more calm manner or whatever but there's no way a black woman or a black trans person is going to be calm about that <laughs> oh, at least not in in my mind like, it's and, gonna and be I only very know, like, a, I only hard know, like an iota of what the what what goes on in their head yeah. right like I, I know barely nothing yeah, it's going to be very hard to be calm in that situation because you feel like you've just been overlooked your entire life, right? You feel like you've been not even just ignored, but like rejected for being who you are, you know? It is, I, it's, it's more active than being overlooked. Right. I it mean, if it, if it was being overlooked and ignored, that would almost be a step up, you know, from, from a lot right. of the, the experiences they've been having. And that's yeah. one of the tough situations, you know? So it's, I, I, again, like completely understand uh, why they would do that. And that's, that's why I think the article specifically is a bit more egregious than say like that sort of tweet, mm -hmm. um, because it is a planned thing that, you know, has other people looking at it, uh, and, and stuff like that. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and so, you know, they could have asked like, you know, who else should we have on this? You know, uh, like obviously you don't, they don't have to like go out in the public and ask. Right. You know, they they had they had two black members on. They could have asked, or they could have asked somebody at the workplace, mm -hmm. like you know, like, hey, should we have a woman on here? You know, answers yes. <laughs> uh, you know, should should we have like a trans person on here? Answers yes. We have a non-binary person. Like there, there, there's no, there's no downside to having, you know, the extra, um, uh, diversity of that. Right. There's, there's right. literally no downside. So so it's. I, I i just i just really think like i understand that they they really didn't think about it and like i i i do think they have good intentions like don't get me wrong i'm yeah, not trying yeah, to bash yeah, the yeah, author or anything uh -huh. like that um but it is one of those things where like going forward we all need to take ask a second more cognizant yeah, yeah yeah and like that's that's not even just like indicative of this author right like i do it yeah. um i'm sure you know, many of us within oh, yeah. the stream have done it, uh, like in the chat here, you know, whatever. It's, it's just, just because I'm sitting here and telling you guys, like, you know, it should have been this way. It doesn't mean I'm fucking like pristine about it. Right. <laughs> like it's, it's just, I, yeah. I'm trying to explain just a little bit of what I can about what I understand. Because yeah. It's not a lot because I am not in their shoes. Yeah. And then, and then the, the whole thing about it is like doing something is not enough doing more is important because uh you know of the circumstances again you know a lot of people get mad because they're like oh why you have to that's you know this is this is like the reverse racism or whatever like that no <laughs> i mean the reason why we do this is because we need to promote you know the the minorities the people who are commonly overlooked because it, it needs to become the norm right <laughs> we need to normalize norm it without a spotlight right mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. you, you got to first first put them the highest point of the pedestal mm -hmm, so that mm -hmm. you can then make a new higher point of the pedestal right. once that becomes the norm and then like then it's then complete diversity and 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 right. there's like no exclusion yeah and that's why like i said in my tweet i i definitely made sure to say twice you know that i'm i know the, the 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 intention for putting out a tweet like that uh was noble 
you know, that it was a good intention. But, you know, I, I, I probably could have worded it better saying that I would like to use it as a jumping off point to highlight even more people, you know, to or to, you know, explain to those who aren't aware that the fighting game community is just like it's it is the black community. You know what I mean? That that the fighting game is the black community, especially in the Western Hemisphere. Uh, that if you took out the black community from the fighting game community, we're basically nothing. I mean, I, I truly, honestly believe that. Like black, the black community make up like half of the FGC in the Western Hemisphere, and it's. I think it's super important to establish that and make sure you know we don't want to whitewash our history we don't want to be the you know winners who lie about history kind of thing if we're going to be the winners of history and and write it i want to make it known that you know the fgc is the black community that every like everything that has happened in the fgc you know there is a black member of the fgc that has had their hand in it you know, that's that's how I feel about it. And, and it's 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 I don't want to make it sound like, hey, look, we have black people in our community. <laughs> that's, that's all it was. That's all it really kind of came down to. So it's yeah. of, um, you know, black people having a hand in our community. Renato asked a little while back what we thought of the League of Legends fighting game. And, you know, Tom and Tony are working on that. Um, mm. I have some real deep thoughts on what that game means for the FGC, and they're not all good. It's kind of scary in my eyes. I, I have stated very publicly uh, that I'm highly against Riot uh, due to the fact that they treat their employees like shit. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. And uh, a lot of it is their women. Yeah. Uh, 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 they have the walkouts and everything. Specifically, uh, another another instance was uh, one of the trans people getting fired because they went to HR to talk about someone harassing them or something it? like that. Uh, that was now. To be fair, uh, I can't pull that up right now, so you don't have to believe this. Um, but it was uh, they they did like I, I did publicly see them talk about this on Twitter at one point. Okay, okay. So um, I could be wrong. Obviously, you don't have to believe me. But uh, the the treating of employees is very well documented, and there's a oh, lot yeah. of there's a lot of articles that you can read on this. I mean, yeah. I, I, I know so, I know a girl who worked there who did get sexually harassed by someone important, and they were asked to leave the company, you know, kind of thing, and be hush-hush on it kind of thing, you know. It's yeah, like, also, okay. even outside of Riot, just anybody listening right now, um, you may think that HR is there for you. Human resources at any company <laughs> are there to make sure that the company doesn't get sued. They are yes. not on your side. They will never be on your side. Um, so just keep that in mind if you, you know, feel you need to go speak with HR because they're going to do everything they can to protect the company. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, for, for the Riot Fighter, I am not a Riot fan. I don't play MOBA. I hate MOBA, actually. It doesn't matter if it's fucking League of Legends or Dota or any of them. I, I, the genre is stupid to me. Um, but regardless of that, I am excited for maybe people like James Chen. Uh, I'm not going to say Isaiah because he has very clearly said, fuck Riot. Uh, <laughs> but maybe people like James Chen can get full-time commentary gigs because the way I predict Riot handles yeah. it, 
uh, is they're going to handle their esports the same way they do as League of Legends. Right. Um, and for those of you that don't know, if you are a caster, because they don't call them commentators, if you're mm -hmm. a caster for Riot Games, uh, you are not allowed to stream on Twitch. Anything you create is owned by Riot. Um, you can only commentate Riot Games at right. TFS yeah. that they tell you that you can do it at. However, you are definitely paid a living wage. You make very good money. Um, and it's benefits. a fantastic opportunity for people who want right. to do commentary for full time. So somebody like James might want to take that opportunity. However, I'm very scared because it's going to take people yeah. like James from us. And also... A lot of our quote-unquote pro players, yes. they're only going to play the League Fighter, and they're not going to play it because they like the game. They're going to play it because there's going to be money in it. Right. So um, one thing you mentioned tough. about one thing you mentioned about casters, um, where you are not allowed to uh, commentate any other thing, uh, that's actually indicative of the players too. They are not allowed to play mm -hmm. uh, other games if they are under. Oh contract. shit! I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I was. Uh, yeah. That's, well, so so um, I, I, that would take away some of like that could be revised when League of Fighters comes. I, out I did. All, I, think, I right? did talk about this publicly one time, and people did say that they've started laxing on that a little bit, so that you can commentate other games. Like I think some League commentators have commentated in the Overwatch League and such. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but uh, one. I I know I know one of the. Uh, uh, commentators for the Overwatch League, whom I am not a very big fan of, used to be a uh, league commentator and switched over to the Overwatch League because they were very vocal and uh, angry okay, about okay, Riot's okay. tweeting of them, and that was Monte Cristo. Gotcha. gotcha. Yeah. Um, he uh, he was a, a a big proponent for the fuck Riot movement, um, but he's also not the best person at the same time. So I can't. Exactly <laughs> yeah. I mean, the whole um, weird thing for me is like. Like, if that was the case, if they were like, you can't commentate any other fighting games, I don't know if I'd want to take it because that's antithetical to what I want to do in the fighting game community. But then if they were like, here's six figures and benefits yeah, and you can no, live. It's, it's hard to walk away from that. Right. It's, I was going to say, yeah. you six figures and benefits, yeah. would you still say no? Yeah, exactly. Like, what, what am I supposed to say? You know, I mean... Do I live off of my principles or do I, you know, want to actually eat and, and not be scared of dying from, you know, medical bills and things like that? I mean, right mm -hmm. now, my health insurance situation is a complete natural, it's a complete clusterfuck and it makes me so mad. Propose the same thing to me because, you know, I, at least they feel that, you know, not all the commentators are going to want to take that, you mm -hmm. know, especially those of us that kind of do it more for fun. Um, that have careers and don't, they're not trying to be full-time commentators. So uh -huh. like, yo, Topo, what if this was offered to you? And I, I don't know right. what I would do. Like, I <laughs> yeah. really don't right. know. Exactly. Because I love fighting games with an S on the end. Uh-huh. And I don't even know if I like their fighting game with an E on the end, you know? Right. Like, we haven't gotten to try it. it, it yeah. the, the only thing that we know about the game so far was uh, two very short clips in that really long trailer where they showed off all of their new games. Uh -huh. Right. We know jack shit. Um, the cannons have said that it's in like a very Early. Uh, alpha, alpha state. Yeah. So we're not going to see jack shit for, for probably a while. <laughs> Well, also, though, we didn't think we were going to get Valorant for a while, and that kind of came up. Yeah. I, I feel like it's probably farther ahead than they So, wait, Valorant seen. is what? Riot's uh, Overwatch, it's basically? It's a graphical shooter. 
It's their tactical yeah. shooter. Okay, okay. So it's it's more so like um, CS:GO okay. than it is Overwatch. Okay. It's, it's, it has it's like, Overwatch elements because there are yeah. class-based abilities. Yeah. Okay. It's it's literally CS:GO meets Overwatch. Gotcha. Yes. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I don't know so anything that, that, about that it. That genre is called tactical shooter. I mean, they have of that, how and then it is. they also came out with the Runeterra, right? So yeah, yeah, Runeterra is their card game. Yeah, so they're they're definitely spreading around in there. But I mean, do we know anything about how Valorant and and Runeterra are being operated in terms of esports? Is it the same kind of thing where if no, you commentate, uh, they currently don't have uh, esports anything announced for either okay, of those two things. Okay. Um. But when they do, I feel, at least for Valorant, we're going to have a real good idea of what they're going to try to do for fighting games. And if they don't allow their fighting game at our already created grassroots events, mm -hmm. there's gonna, I, I feel like there's, it's going to create a big rift in the fighting game community. Yeah. Because Riot's not going to give a shit if combo breaker is every memorial day weekend if they want to run an event that weekend they're going to they're going to do it yeah you know and, they're, they, uh, they're not going to give a shit right. if evil happens then or yeah. CR, I mean, like, they're just going to do their own thing that's the weirdest so, part about the whole situation is that the game is being worked on by the guys who created evo <laughs> so you know like yeah uh, you want to believe that the cannon brothers are going to to do as much they can to push that it's right. grassroots or that we can have that kind of thing but riot has so much money and so much power and influence that they may just not be able to say no right yeah i would say also if tom and tony are just devs even if they're higher up devs they're still just devs they're not yeah. ceos at the company they, right. they their word on how to handle shit outside of creating the video game itself riot's not going to care and they, they've definitely shown that they're, they they don't give a shit because um, Riot's current esports ecosystem, they're, the gigantic amount of money that they bring in for this game called League of Legends started due to the fact of all these grassroots League of Legends tournaments. Right. Uh, one, of the, one of the fighting game events that I went to way, way back um, was a fighting game slash League of Legends event. Yeah. Um, one, side of the, one side of the ballroom was all League of Legends computers, right? They were doing their, their uh, team matches and everything. And we're playing fighting games over there. That is literally no longer possible because they get rid of any grassroots events that are like like publicly advertised and things right. like that. They they cease and desist those. Mm -hmm. um, you are not allowed to do that. Uh, it has to be esports pro league specifically, right? Um, and it creates a gigantic bubble, not even a gigantic bubble, a medium sized bubble, because you know you have to break in through uh, really difficult means yeah. if you're a player kind of deal um so so you get you know if if you're a player you just you're 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 in there right like right. if you get in there you're fucking in there like is, and, is, and is, no one's gonna take your spot yeah like deal. is the riot fighting game gonna have open tournaments that anybody that's, can that's enter yeah, you know or is, question, it, man. or is it just gonna be like you know justin wong you know riot fighting no, game player. I, I think i think we'll have tournaments but they'll have ginormous online qualifiers yeah and, like and, then, and then anything offline is specifically like oh these these people who are specifically part of the riot contract and then maybe these two people who qualify kind of yeah, yeah exactly like that that type of shit and i that's part of what i hate about esports and yep. what i love about the fighting game community mm -hmm. is gutex actually said it best uh, I don't know if you guys have ever seen... Fuck, what is it called? It was made by Ian Cofino. Um, oh, I Got Next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. ever yeah. seen I Got Next? Oh. Uh, -huh. uh Gutex has an example. He's like, man, you know, like... If I'm on the basketball court and I play a lot of basketball in my hometown, 
I can't walk up to Kobe Bryant and be like, yo, Kobe Bryant, play me in a game to 11, right? Uh-huh. I, I can't do that shit. But in fighting games, if I think I'm hot shit, I'll walk up to Justin Wong and be like, put my $10 down. I'm like, all right, right. play me first to five. Right. Yeah. And that's that's how fighting games work. Like, everybody can enter the bracket. Mm-hmm. Anybody can win any given yep. Sunday. Esports aren't like that. Yeah, no. Like, I can't just show up with my squad of five to a fucking CSGO major and enter. Mm-hmm. They would laugh at me. <laughs> <laughs> and that's so the thing. So you have to be a pro first. Right. The, the, the route to make that happen is less realistic than being an actual professional athlete. Yeah, that's some, the, of that's... The, some of the esports do allow for more grassroots events, uh, but but the I, I think it's the biggest ones don't, yeah. except for I think Dota actually is like whatever on it, if huh. I remember correctly. Like, I think they're just okay with it. Uh, but I could be wrong. It's, uh, it's not something I research a lot. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's all part of the arcade culture. You put a quarter up, you can play. And that's the important thing. And it looks like yeah, Riot, you got the money, bro. Enter. Like. Yeah, Riot just announced something literally two days ago. It looks like here, according to Renato, uh, Ignition Series, our first step after launch to build a robust competitive ecosystem for Valorant. Oh, for Valorant. Yeah. yeah at this early stage, it's important sense. for the esports scene to grow naturally in a way that will authentically develop talent, player, and stars. Valorant Esports should reflect the voice of the community, which will only be possible if you continue to provide us feedback at every step. So, we're... so for me personally, that sounds like a lot of blank words. Yeah, <laughs> I was about to say the same thing. It started out with League of Legends. Uh-huh. It started out just like that. You know, it was mm-hmm. all community-based. They, they, they actually had a, a program where you could opt in if you're a tournament organizer and they would give you free shit for prizes and whatnot. Well, here, l- listen to this. So, as such, we're introducing the Valorant Ignition Series, an official Riot partner program where we spotlight a few tournaments each week, help discover talented players, and build global recognition for top Valorant Holy pros shit. and teams. To create <laughs> the, the exact same yeah, thing to, to create the Ignition Series, we've partnered with more than 20 esports organizations around the world to bring you Valorant events. Each organizer will use their expertise to design their own unique Ignition Series tournament. We expect to see a combination of competitive open qualifiers show matches blah 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 so yeah this sounds like that they're letting the community create everything to build the momentum and then they have the right to erase it all and take it over and take it yeah Yeah, i mean obviously you know we can't just say that that's for sure gonna happen right like we we don't know that for a hundred percent they've learned the lesson or whatever but we're we're skeptical i i cannot be learn how much money they're gonna make by doing that yeah, exactly. I cannot be more clear that this has happened once before. Right. They, I mean, they had an esports program for for League of Legends. You know, they they talked about how much they cared about the grassroots yeah. and shit. And then once that allowed them to create a big old esports thing, they took that shit and they killed everything else off. Yeah, I mean, like, Chubby Chubby says it best. It's a way to have the community spend money to scout the talent on who you can basically take away and go, okay, you guys are going to run everything now, and now nobody can do anything. Now, of course, like you said, that's cynicism. We're all being super cynical here. Maybe they mean it, but, you know. <laughs> I, I History. On it. Like, I, I would very love, I would very much love to be wrong about yes, exactly. all the shit I have said so far, right? Like mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, Riot's like still going to treat their employees like shit. I don't want to, you know, play League of Fighters because of that or commentated or any of that shit. Um, I don't want to do, you know, I, I don't want to, the it's a ruin the fighting game ecosystem, you know, maybe I, I want to be wrong. 
right? Like, I, I would very much be happy to be wrong <laughs> and that Riot has somehow learned a lesson that it's bad right. even if it loses the money, etc., etc., right? I mean, Shay says but that even Slasher agrees with us. So I guess Slasher has reported that they're going to let community build up first two years, then take over. Yep. I mean, that sounds about right to me. Yeah. Like, it's, and I could see them doing that with fighting games too. Yep. Exactly. The yeah. only reason I'm so adamant about them doing that is because I was literally there when they were doing that. I was playing League of Legends mm, at the time. I yeah. entered tournaments for League of Legends at the time. Right. This was before I found out about Riot being a shit company and all that shit. But, um, but like, yeah. So I, I was firsthand. I had the ability to play League of Legends in tournament, and I did. And then that that was eventually taken away. Right. Right. I used to watch LCS all the fucking time, dude. Like, I used to have teams that I rooted for, you know, as if it were basketball for me and shit. I was a vocal supporter. Yeah. I was like, yeah, this game's I sick. Mean, you guys should come the, play it with me. The, 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 the hopeful part is that the FGC will be at a point where if Riot is like, oh, hey, you're not allowed to run this game at these events and everything, that the FGC will be just like, you know what? Well, screw this. We're not going to play you at all anymore. But, nah, you know, if... I'm very if, skeptical of that because I, um, when I was vocal about it, uh-huh. the moment League of Fighters got announced, uh, I lost uh, followers from some high-profile professional fighting game right. players. They didn't want to hear, and then and you know they would say stuff about like if you're if you're being negative, right? Uh, so I, the, they, the, they immediately like, subtweeted the, afterwards. The whole thing so. is that the whole thing is that maybe because we've had you know decades of history that it could combat it, but the hard part is it's the top players who everybody are fans of and are going to be streaming the game, and if they get paid enough money, like we were saying earlier, if Riot was like, hey James, here's this money. You know, and benefits, and you can live comfortably for the rest of your life, you know, commenting. It's very hard to walk away from. Right. What am I going to do, you know, at that point? Do I, can I maintain my principles at that point? Uh, My only thing, James, is if, like, you or I or Isaiah or anybody wants to go that route, um, basically, as soon as the game comes out, we have to go all in. Yeah. That's, Riot's Riot's going to be looking for commentary talents and they're going to poach us from the people that have been putting in the work and making content and streaming tournaments and all that shit that's exactly what they're going to do they're Mm -hmm. not going to you know come to james chen the street fighter commentator but like hey you want to come commentate our game right no they're going to look at the guy who's been doing it for two years already Mm -hmm. and go hey everyone knows you come we'll we'll give you you know ninety eight thousand dollars a year in benefits right so that's, they, they, that's they, my only they definitely thing. will. Like, yeah. that's that's the thing is like they, they definitely will give you something that is worth it. Yeah, and I mean that that's the thing though is like we're not gonna be able to wait and see and decide. It's going to yeah. be, hey, here's here's our fighting game. We're gonna put out the beta for X amount of time, and then we're gonna release it. And basically, when that beta goes live is when you have to make a decision if you're gonna go all in or not. Right. And that's that's how they operate. So mm. it's going to be really interesting to see what people do because I have no clue what I'm going to do. I mean, for me, it'll also depend a largely on whether I like the game or not, to be honest with you. So, I mean, it yeah, is, that but, is a big deal. Yeah. But when you know that they'll pay more <laughs> than a living wage to commentate, right. does it matter? Yeah. Yep. Do, do you even care if you like the game? Like, at that point? Simple. I, I, so 
don't quote me on this because I don't know the guy very personally, besides what we've interacted in the tournaments and such. But I've heard, at least for the first two seasons, Daigo hated Street Fighter V. Right, yeah. Like, yeah. Pretty vocal about that, if I remember correctly, he actually. did not yeah. like that game. Uh-huh. And he still went super hard, and he still gave it everything he had, as much as he hated it, because he is a professional Street Fighter player. That's right. what he does, right? Yeah. So even if you don't like the game, James, you're a professional yeah. commentator, and if you want to have the best chance possible at doing this for you know, your life, here it is. So what do you do? Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, well, I mean, I know why Daigo didn't like Street Fighter V, but that that's my so... theorizing, again, heart versus, you know, but mind players. I know we've talked about this a million times, and I'm not going to get into it right now, but, you know, uh, God, yeah. I mean, seriously. And Wiley, I, I can tell you from experience that I have commentated games that I absolutely love and games that I only kind of like, and nobody's ever noticed a difference when I really try. <laughs> I, uh, I just stopped commentating the ones I didn't want to. Yeah, I, I, I don't do like that anymore either. But there, has been, yeah. there have been times where games I'm just not as excited about as others, you couldn't tell the difference about how much uh, I like For me, games. you could. Because <laughs> I still remember watching, like, the thing that taught me to never commentate a game that I don't like ever again was someone put out a highlight clip, I think I told you guys about this before, of hype, hype moments from Street Fighter Cross Tekken during the course of its, <laughs> during course of its existence. And obviously, I was in a lot of the clips, and I was sitting there listening to it, and I'm like, my God, you can tell I hate this game. My God, these are all like backhanded compliments and, you know, all this I, shit. I, I can't say that I've ever commentated a game I hate. Yeah. I've never done that. So that, that's, that might be a bit different. Yeah. But so... it's more like games I like versus games I love. Yeah. That, for me, I can commentate a game I like. But if it's a game that I actively dislike, like Street Fighter Cross Tekken, I mean, I was just watching that clip and I was like, man, if I was a fan of Street Fighter Cross Tekken, I'd be pissed at me i'd be so pissed because my commentary was so annoying like it was just not Man, i should good. i should start doing fantasy strike commentary and see what it's like to commentate <laughs> a game you hate Dang. There's, there's been a lot of that uh in games that i um i play specifically um where both players and even some commentators are like specifically like they hate it and they still do it anyway, mm-hmm. um, which is hilarious because I play a lot of games that don't have money in them. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it's it's I, I think it's terrible um, that that does that because that makes the game look bad. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. a lot of the people who are who are saying that oh you know this game is bad, if if they say that outright and they're still playing it, it's it it looks bad on the game, right? Like it makes less people want to look yeah. at the game. Um, so a great example of this is Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle. Um, there were there were some people just playing the game just because it was it was uh, you know being pushed by Arc uh, on its launch for a little while and it was like they were thinking maybe something was going to happen with it right. right and so they were just playing with it but they were very vocal about hating the fucking game uh-huh. and like it was just like just stop fucking playing it right. it's not like there's like six million dollars on the line for this game right like, it's, <laughs> it's an anime fighter like calm down um, but like. Uh, and it was it was it was specifically detrimental to the game, and I knew this because there were testimonies 
of people telling me like yeah because i heard other people talking about the game like this i just didn't even want to try it right right so like uh on the like one of the people that i talked to was sway from new york right mm-hmm. marks his head he didn't want to play bb tag because everybody was talking shit about it oh, he was just geez. like he's just like yeah was, i like this it sounds like no one that plays the game likes the game right so i don't want to try it and then he ended up trying the game and he started entering tournaments for it and he was like practicing a lot and he started making it far in brackets and he was like, Wow, this game is sick. Right. Like, I mean look what happened like, to look what happened to MVCI, right? Negative negative comments and hate killed that game. It absolutely did, you know. Yeah. And it's and, ugly. I'm not gonna ever downplay yeah. that. <laughs> game is ugly. So, so like so like for for BB tag in particular, I'm I I'm not saying that like you will like the game or or someone else mm-hmm. will like the game, right? Like I'm not. In fact, when when people ask me if they should play BB tag, I usually tell them it's not for everyone, right? <laughs> um, but actively discouraging someone from trying a game yeah. is, is specifically bad. So so and that that does go for for people who hate the game on commentary as well. Yeah. Um, and you can just tell. And, that, and that's one of the things that, you know, David and I write an article for our Patreon every week on Ultra Chen TV. And that's kind of what I decided to do was I just there's just so much hate out there about people always talking about why they hate a game. Not enough about people why they like a game. And so I'm starting like a whole series. And the last one that I did is why I love Soul Calibur so much you know because i've had to get back into the bud light beer league and you know put myself immerse myself in the game again it's just my whole brain is like why did i ever stop playing this game like this game is just it's so cool this game is so fun and you know (laughs) i'm just i'm i talked about it and you know you know because i'm so focused on this stupid heart versus mind narrative kind of thing i really feel like soul Calibur is like the heart version of bandai namco's fighting games you know that game is just it's so much about just the decision making and what you feel like doing at this time, you know, <laughs> kind of thing. Uh, so, so caliber players are probably the best at stealing away turns that yeah. I've ever seen in my fucking life. Yeah, uh, they and, don't give a shit about if they're negative forty. Yeah, like, like I'm gonna tell you right now, they will find a way. <laughs> and I am so like it makes a lot of sense to me now why there's no crossover between Soul Calibur and Tekken. They're completely different games, James. Like, th- th- there's not a single person who plays both. Like, oh, the, no, there definitely is. At there the, definitely is. Well, not at the super high level, right? I mean... Okay, maybe you got me there. Yeah, <laughs> but there's definitely people who play both. But I'm talking about, like, you know, like, let's talk about, like, Linkors, or let's talk about, you know... Uh, so, so Rich Sticks... Uh, Anakin. Oh, yeah, Rich Sticks. Okay, uh, there you but, go. There but you go. I don't believe his Tekken performance is as high level in, in, in like, even close right, as his right. Caliber performances, right? Uh, and there are Tekken players who are high level that play Soul Calibur, but again, it doesn't end up translating the same way. Yeah, so I mean, that's the thing. You know, I, I'm a, such a heart player that you know I love heart games like Samurai Showdown and Soul Calibur is so much like that. It's about just like you know what I'm. I need to get in on Ivy. I'm just gonna fucking run at her at this moment. You know, like. <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> like you know it's just like that's just how it works right that's just that that's 
that's the game. Whereas, you know, other games are like, oh, you know, here's, I mean, Tekken isn't as bad as Street Fighter V in terms of not being able to play as that. Tekken still has a lot of the heart in there because of the crushes and high-low crushes and sidesteps and things like that. But Soul Calibur is just on a completely different level with that. It's just, it's just, you just do shit because it feels like the right thing to do at this moment. <laughs> you know? Yeah, and, and, and that, like, that love for for that game will show in your commentary yeah. whereas like if you're playing fucking league of fighters and you just happen to like like just pretending you hate it uh off the top of my head right now like that would more than likely show if you're sitting down and, and commentating that at like i said just get that right event get that street fighter cross tech and highlight video <laughs> it's a highlight video and you can already tell that i didn't like the game <laughs> oh man it definitely definitely had some highlights. Uh, I, I I'm actually a proponent of uh, thinking that the game was was pretty good after the the patch. To be honest with you, yeah. I, I yeah, see. I think it was too late at that point. I still no, didn't even like it. Everybody had given up before that. I still didn't like it. I still didn't even like it after the patch, which is crazy. And that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. Uh-huh. Like that's the thing is like sometimes you just don't like a fucking video game. Right. I didn't like Marvel <laughs> Infinite, and it didn't have anything to do with what people were saying negatively about the game, mm-hmm. right? Like because I tried playing it. Right, yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Um, you didn't like Cross Tekken. Mm-hmm. Probably didn't have anything to do with people not like like talking negatively about the game. You probably right. just didn't like it. I just, I didn't right. enjoy it. It felt like, I didn't like a lot of what I had heard also going into the production of it. I did get like some insider information and I just really didn't like a lot of the philosophies they had Chen. making the game. So, yeah. <laughs> Hollywood James Chen always getting the secret information. <laughs> I mean, it's kind this of one of the guy. reasons why I think I kind of avoid getting insider information now is just because sometimes <laughs> I feel like it's just better not to have it a lot of the time. So, uh. yeah, I, 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 I don't know. It's just I, I just, I just think that if you if you genuinely dislike a game, you probably shouldn't be actively playing. Yeah. Because well, if, for one, why are you stressing yourself out, right? That is that is the most important part of that, right? Mm. Uh, the second being, why are you specifically trying to kill this game by saying like <laughs> you, you don't understand that the the words you're you're putting out there into the internet are specifically having effects right. on other people even trying the game, let alone playing it in the long Yeah, term. it's that's the thing too is that. You know, again, that's part of the whole maturity level. Just because you don't like something doesn't mean, you know, it's the shh, let people have fun, you know, meme that's out there. It's like other people enjoy it. Why are you trying to ruin it for anybody else? You know, I mean, even back before I played Tekken 7 and I never understood Tekken. I never liked watching it. I had no idea how it played. I didn't get it. The game didn't make any sense to me. So in a way, I didn't like the game. But I never said that because I never given the game a chance. You know, I, I never wanted to be like Tekken sucks because like I just didn't understand it. So I refused to ever say anything negative about it. The most I've ever said was, yeah, that was the time that I went and ate during Evo, you know, was Tekken top seven, you know, kind of situation. And that's I, I just I don't feel like it's justified or fair for me to say anything negative about it when I didn't understand it at all. And now that I understand it, I know exactly why a lot of people like it and I and I and I enjoy it myself. You know, I probably like Soul Calibur more in the end than Tekken 7 as it turns out. 
ill, but I still really enjoyed the game. I loved learning it. I had a great time playing it. And now that I can even play it at a remotely competent level so that I can have fun at a casual session is nice. It's great because like I said, it provides a different enjoyment, you know? Yeah. And I mean, I'm with you. I, I don't, I don't think it's good to talk negatively about any fighting game. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and I say that knowing damn well what I'm about to say next is negative, <laughs> but uh, there, every fighting game in that's currently played in the fighting game community has its merits. There is one game, though, that I, I directly tell people to not play, and that's Fantasy Strike. Oh, Fantasy Strike. Okay. <laughs> That is 100% fantasy strike because okay. the game, like, like flat out, whether I like the game or not, is irrelevant here. It doesn't have low blocking, and it's touted as a beginner-friendly yeah. learn how to play 2D fighting, 2D fighter fighting game. Right? Low blocking is crucial to learning how to play 2D fighters. Mm-hmm. It's one of the most important things you can learn. It doesn't have it. It has fucking cross-ups. Doesn't have low blocking. So that alone makes me feel like if you want to learn, yeah, it's, it's yeah, fucking yeah. wild. Right? Yeah, it's got uh, left-right mix-ups. Really weird about it is the way you tech throws is you do nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you press you nothing. You, you hold no direction. You have to yeah. do nothing, which is just, directly counterintuitive to learning how to tech a throw in another exactly, game. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So I feel personally like it does a really bad job teaching you how to play other 2d fighting games yeah which is what david serlin has touted it as being like the the step into fighting games right right right. that's it's it's counterintuitive to what they're trying to accomplish so that's why i tell new people who are like oh what fighting games should i learn if i want to play fighting games i just say not fantasy (laughs) that's you're gonna learn the wrong shit right i i I usually just point somebody to the one that they have the most fun with because like when you have the most fun with a game you Mm -hmm. you you actually want to sit down and learn it rather than like yeah like if if i if i sat down and 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 played tekken right now i wouldn't i wouldn't attempt to learn anything because i'm just like i'm not having fun damon i think said the the one of the like most crucial things on uh on twitter today he was like all you people out there excited for Skate 4 better learn all the motions and everything like that, you know. But, you know, all you fighting game people are like, no, motions are too complicated, you know. It's like, it's, dude, people, dude, the difficulty is the enjoyment. Learning is to it do though? all... It's not always the enjoyment for everybody. Well, not, not always. Like... But, I mean, for something like Skate, like that kind of what it was for me was learning how to do all the different tricks and everything. The enjoyment that came for me was watching the bodies flop around. Okay, well, true. <laughs> true, I, fair. I would, I would like to say, as far as like learning to do fireball motions and DP motions and things like that go, I'd be pressed to say that the only people I've seen that actually play fighting games that get upset about that shit, mm-hmm. and it's because I call Smash a fighting game, is like low-level Smash players. Because high level Smash players are like, yeah, whatever. You do a quarter circle forward and Ryu throws a fireball. I get it. Right. They don't. They don't yeah. fucking trip out about it. Mm-hmm. But like scrubby Smash players, those are the ones who are like, well, I have to fucking do a motion and do a spell. This is too much. Why can't I just hit forward in a button? Those are the only people that are upset about right. motions. Mm-hmm. I've never, ever, ever heard a new player go, I have to do this to throw a fireball. Pfft, no way am I gonna try to learn this. Like nobody <laughs> does that. Yeah. So I, I really don't like the whole 
motions have to be simple thing. I don't think that's true. And and, and the other I don't part about it too. Fucking pretzel motion from SNK games. I'm not trying to <laughs> quadruple half circle forward back. You know, do a backflip twist. Like, I, of course, I don't do that shit. But there's nothing wrong with double quarter circle forward. There's nothing wrong with DT motions, yeah. things like that. I don't I mean, think anybody's actually tripping about that yeah. stuff. Anymore. And the other thing that makes it difficult as well is that. You know, it's just like you were saying about the negative commentators about fighting games. You get enough people out there talking about how much they hate Uppercut FADC as being something stupidly hard. And then everybody else is like, yeah, I can't do that at all. And it becomes a, a, a narrative that everybody repeats. And I've told everybody that if... Player and that was easy. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. is like I've told everybody... If you want to learn Uppercut FADC into Ultra, dude, just come talk to me. I will get you doing that shit in no time because, like, the, the, the way it's, – it's, it's about how to teach how to do it. And a lot of people never understood how, like, how you make it so that it's a lot easier to do because to them it was, okay, I have to do an Uppercut motion. Once I do the Uppercut motion, I have to remember to hit these buttons. But then I have to remember to hold it and then I have to – like, no, you like there's so many things that you can blend in together and turn it into one thing. And so then it's just all muscle memory at that point. You know, it's it's so much easier to do. So And, SP- and even, even things like break the targets. Oh, They're really There's really clever ways to teach people yeah. how to do these things that uh, fighting game devs just don't take advantage of yet. Mm-hmm. I mean, I um, always say I, it. I think kind of did it with the RPG mode. Mm-hmm. Um, did you play the so yeah, RPG mode? Uh, for like five minutes. Oh, okay. I okay. have completed the RPG mode and uh, and all that shit. I played that shit, grinded it out, made sure to get S rank <laughs> on every mission. I did it. How was it? Wow. How was it? Dedicated. I I just think it's a fun little side thing to do. Okay, but I mean, like, as a fighting game player, did it feel like it kind of subconsciously or subtly helped you learn things like? You know, cause, well, I mean, I've already learned all that shit. So, like, because, <laughs> like, for example, you know, one of my favorite things about the subspace emissary in Brawl um, mm-hmm. was that they forced you to use characters, but then there were stages where you could pick any character. And the, the same goes of RPG mode in Grand Blue. Okay, um, see, and when you when you first get a character and you do their their side mission that uh-huh. explain uh, that that they have unique to them, uh-huh. um, it is a tutorial on what that character does. Right, and see so, what I so you what I liked about that was that it accidentally or subconsciously forced you into preferring certain characters over others. And so by the time you go into an actual match, you already felt more comfortable using Pikachu and lightning yourself and killing everything, you know, and and that kind of helped you choose a character. You know, those kind of things is what I'm talking about, you know. And, you know, by having subspace emissary, by having things come at you from different sides and everything, you know, you learn how to attack in different directions and things. You know, there was just a lot that I really liked about subspace emissary. Uh, when I played it, and I know a lot of people kind of didn't like it, but I thought oh, no, I was a big fan. I, I liked it a lot. I enjoyed it a lot, and I thought it was really smartly done. And I thought Actually, it... I hear most people talk about Subspace Emissary as the best thing about Brawl. Oh yeah. Brawl, oh okay. Subspace Emissary. Okay. Okay. Whereas okay. me, I just love Brawl. Okay. <laughs> and yeah. that has never been a secret. And, and, and those are the things, right? Though that's how you teach people how. Like the fact that Mortal Kombat 11 Story Mode has it so that you can skip fights. You know, like <laughs> I, know that. Yeah. I, I just bought the game recently and I was like getting ready to 
Yeah, and, and they don't really, like, the AI is so bad that even though you're playing in it, like, you're not really learning anything anyway. They don't put, like, I don't actually remember if they put, like, the, like on the screen, like, here's some basic strings that you should use, you know, or something like that, you know. Well, it I'm, has, like, an actual regular-ass tutorial mode, right, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, it does, it does, I think so. So, so they probably didn't care to put that in the story mode since there's already yeah. a tutorial mode. I, mean, I think that's, that's what I'm, me and James were saying is, like, they should. Yeah. Hey, I, I, I get that for sure. Yeah, it should be embedded in those things. And, you know, you, you mentioned break the targets, and I know I've said break the targets in home run contests like a bazillion times that I think are, like, some of the most important ways that people have learned how to play Smash Brothers. You know, I think it's sure. so, so important. And, you know, like, you know, Chubby mentions that the Killer Instinct tutorial, and as much as I like the Killer Instinct tutorial, the Eunice tutorial, the Skullgirls tutorial, I still think they're all bad tutorials. You know, as much as so, I like the Them's Fighting Herds tutorials, I, I'm not I, I'm not a fan of direct tutorials because peop, it's too much information all at once. Nobody will go play them again after they get the trophy and, for yeah, completing it. Yeah, people get a mass work. Yeah, mm -hmm. and 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 they call tutorials, so you feel like you're learning, you feel like you're being educated, and so they feel like the slog to get through to get to something else. Whereas if you're doing home run contest and break the targets, you're like, I'm trying to break the target. You're like, how the hell do I hit this? Oh, yeah, if I call Pikachu's lightning down, the lightning actually hits. Oh, that's cool, you know. And you learn that kind of stuff, and I think that's really important. So, um. Them's fighting hurts. I thought the tutorial was the story mode in that game because they teach you like jumping around and shit. Uh, there is, is, was I wrong about that? There, I think they have both. I think they have a regular tutorial and I think they have a story mode that has tutorial elements in it. So okay. I, I so played the game. Not... I played the game before it was the official release and I played the tutorial that they had that they went over all the mechanics and everything like that. I haven't done the story mode yet to be fair. So okay. I'll, I'll have yeah, to check yeah, it so out. I was thinking that like, I'm pretty sure from what I've heard, those fighting hurts has the thing that you're, you're talking yeah, yeah, yeah. about built in. I've mode. also seen like mini games for like uh, Arizona where you have to short hop on all the platforms because if you hide, if you accidentally do a regular jump, you hit spikes on the ceiling, which I think is like really cool. So if that's part of the story mode, I think that's awesome. That, that'd be really, really cool. Uh, the, the other thing is the, uh, is the Guilty Gear one. Yeah. Uh, when you, when you turn on the game, uh -huh. uh, it teaches you how to play. Yeah. Um, in this in this Smash Brothers esque fashion, yeah, not not like an actual. So like you have to jump over the uh, the towers, right? Like yeah. and you have to you have to hit Jacko's minions in a specific way. You can't hit them like with yeah. you you have to hit them with kick rather than punch, right? You have to hit them with slash rather than heavy slash or whatever. And there were like the uh, races where you had to try to get to the other side as fast as possible, you know. And and yeah, see, just run. I, I I like those things, but they should be more designed as they should be presented as mini games. They should be presented as something fun to do. And like the better time you get, you get better rewards for cosmetics and stuff like that. And that's kind of what so, I'm. So you 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 actually do get uh if you do the guilty gear stuff, you do get uh, rewards. Oh, okay, it, cool. Uh, you get you get the the in game money to be able to buy the colors. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I I just yeah. mean like 
you know, also maybe even having a leaderboard for like times and then you can like do a time and you're like, whoa, I did this, this break the targets with Dizzy in like, you know, two minutes, I'm yeah. badass. And you see someone else has one minute and 36 seconds. You're like, what the fuck? How'd they do that? And you go watch the replay and you'll see them doing like crazier advanced things and you'll be like, shit, I'm going to learn that. You know what I mean? And like, then that kind of forces you into learning these things in a way that you, it's your desire and then you're trying to figure it out and like trying to figure out how they do stuff without having to be told that you're learning is kind of the thing. So so it, it doesn't have a leaderboard, but it does track your time on those. Yeah. yeah it yeah. does actually track mm -hmm, your time. Mm -hmm. So I guess you could share that with your friends and yeah. then you guys can figure it out. But yeah, no, a leaderboard would probably be better if you yeah. watch their replay kind of deal. For sure. So, yeah, in any case, I mean, tutorials is definitely something that fighting games are missing very drastically and very badly. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I, I think the entire FGC is in agreement that uh, <laughs> as of right now, um, people wanting to learn is not there yeah. unless they're already FGC yeah. in a way. Mm -hmm. Or if they're just, like, extremely passionate about being competitive in anything, right? Yeah. Like, if you, if you just kind of have that heart and soul, you'll, you're willing to do it. Yeah. But uh, even if you don't play fighting games. Yeah. But if, like, if you don't have that... There's no incentive. Yeah. I always feel like tutorials are the best thing ever for people who already know fighting games and watch it and go, this is cool. <laughs> but for actual beginners, I don't know if it's actually useful for them. So. No, it's just too much to take in all at once. Yeah. Yeah. No, I totally understand that. Yeah. Like, I, I always uh, what, like... What Oh, God. Oh, no, I was about to say, like, I always wanted to do, like, a break the targets kind of thing for Street Fighter, where it was, like, a side-scrolling thing where, like, things would come from the sky that you had to high block, things would crawl on the ground that you had to low block, there would be walls that you had to break, and some of them would be broken by number of hits in a combo versus damage done to it there would be some things that would flash between invincible and not invincible that you can't really tell and so that when you hit it you'd have to hit confirm you know you wouldn't commit to like going fierce uppercut like right away because then you'd be stuck and so instead you would go jab jab and then that would if it was invincible you wouldn't commit as much time to that you know like little things like that i kind of want to develop and if you don't tell anybody about that like this is how you hit confirm like they're just gonna learn it you know, just generally watching other people do it and things like that. That's kind of what I'm hoping for in a lot of ways, you know, to, for teaching people is to create this kind of, you know, uh, idea of how to, like, it would be really important, like, in a Tekken thing, if you could learn how to high crush and low crush things, like using attacks that go under things, Soul Calibur, sidestepping, I don't know, just, like, all sorts of things like that, so. No, I mean, that's fair. I, I get it. Yeah. It's, it's just really hard to... To actually, it, it's hard to implement that um, because it it's not always something that it's that sounds like uh, casual players going to play every time. Yeah, and it won't. It uh, won't. There's no way to prove that it'll sell your game, so there's no yeah, way exactly. to ever want to put the money into that because that shit's expensive. You know what should sell fighting games, and what's I want to say been proven, but man, Marvel is the outlier. IPs. <laughs> IP self Oh yeah, 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 absolutely. Because of the IP, Dragon Ball has sold five. Dragon Ball Fighters, I should be more specific, <laughs> has sold five million copies now. Yep, yep. That's. I think that's the most successful anime fighting game of all time. Mm -hmm. And that's why. Okay. 
That's why having like cool 3D graphics is important, dude. Because you know, we, me and David were talking about this, or who was I talking about this with? We were talking about you know who could make a new Darkstalkers game. I think we were. I think it was me and David were talking about it, and a lot of people did bring up Lab Zero. But the problem is, they would do it sprite based, and then you wouldn't get all the cool animations and for supers and things like that, camera changes and angles. And while most fighting game players are like, we don't care, but. <laughs> Obviously, yeah, it makes a huge difference for yeah, casual uh, players are the, uh, the the money maker. Yeah, exactly. They will buy that game even if they only play it for a few days. They will buy that game. Yep, Mortal Kombat sold bajillion copies and doesn't have like has a thousand people at Evo, right? So, <laughs> well, Mortal Kombat was also uh, when when Mortal Kombat Ten came out, it was the most watched uh, game on Twitch for a while. Yeah. Uh, beating out, like, League of Legends and stuff. <laughs> so, if I, I feel like if that doesn't tell you something, yeah. I don't know what does. Exactly. IP sell fighting games. So. Yep. And that's Which why... Which is so, just so weird to me that Marvel 3 and Marvel Infinite didn't sell that well. Well... I mean, I get Marvel Infinite because it's ugly as sin. Like, right. I, I get it. And it got memed to death. Right. But like, why didn't Marvel 3... Uh, because Marvel wasn't as big at that time. Because that was right when yeah, everything yeah, was coming people out. people that were playing Marvel 3 were comic book nerds, not movie yeah. wise. Right? Like, Iron Man was out, of course, but, like, that was one, there was no cinematic universe. It was just... Right. Like, uh, it was, like, two or three movies. Right? Yep. It hadn't so quite gotten there. It's, it's such an unfortunate timing, because, honestly, if Marvel vs. Capcom 3 came out when MVCI did... Like, oh my god, dude, like that shit. Or if MVCI wasn't a dumpster fire. Right, if it didn't look as ugly <laughs> as it did, yeah. You know, if they had, they had a bigger than $20 budget and yeah. freedom to do what they wanted, could have been big. Yeah, and then, and then yeah, like Wesley said, there was the MVC3, and then nine months later, you MVC3, and everybody was like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. I remember, I remember the exact day it was announced, too. I was at a friend's house. I was sleeping on the couch, and I woke up to the, the announcement. Uh -huh. I woke up. I, I pulled out my phone, and everybody was freaking out about it. Right. I was like... Cause I, I, and, and that was the same day that uh, they found out that the characters were just up on the website, despite the fact that they hadn't been announced yet. Right. <laughs> so, so, so I lost my shit because obviously I was already playing Marvel 3 and I was happy about it. But because they finally put Virgil in the game and I was like, we're fucking in there, bro. Oh God, uh, you were a Virgil brother. Okay. Oh man. I, I'm a big DMC head. Okay. Like, okay. But, <laughs> History. but, uh, but yeah. So, like, uh, some people were pretty excited about Ultimate because it brought characters that we wanted from the previous game, right? Yeah. Like Frank West. Like, everybody wanted Frank West. Yeah. Everybody was asking for fucking Phoenix Wright. I was super excited about Phoenix Wright. <laughs> Dude, I would have been I, more excited. I played exci him for, for, for maybe two months before right. I decided it was not worth it. I was, uh, I was real excited about Hawkeye and Ghost Rider. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people are right, though. There was a lot of extraneous things, license running out, the earthquake in Japan, all these things affected UMVC3's launch. So, you know, it wasn't just necessarily like someone made a really shitty decision, but, you know, it, it, it was a shitty decision that was kind of forced into everybody's hands, you know. So. Yeah. <sighs> It, it, it was it was it was both great and unfortunate at the same time. <laughs> Dude, Tatsunoko versus Capcom, which Wesley brings up in the chat. God, you know, even for a Wii game, that game still looks so good. I really like. Yeah, 
That game was... I agree. I think it's the best looking game on the Wii, like completely, just without question in my opinion, so... Could be. No, I, uh, what the... Was, was pretty good. Which one? Breath of the Wild. Oh, was well, that no, 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 on the Wii. No, that's Twilight Princess. Twilight Princess, Twilight Princess. there we go. Yeah, Twilight, Twilight Princess. Princess. I thought okay, you were talking okay. about Skyward Sword. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah, just... I thought it looked really good, too. Yeah, I, I mean, I miss some of the things that Tatsunoko did. Like, I loved the higher you went up in the air combo, the more the screen would scroll, that you would see the floor more and stuff. Like... Like they don't they don't do that in UMVC three as much and I and I miss that. <laughs> yeah, they only put like really hard to notice elements in the background of the top of the stages and stuff like that. Yeah, like, I remember yeah, the yeah. Daily Bugle. It's like you go past up top and there's, <laughs> there's like a helicopter up there and stuff right. like that. And then you know, you, eventually you just get so far there's like nothing up there and it's not really as cool. But yeah. oh, uh, one thing I do want to say about what started this conversation was the negativity. Um, when the only reason I was preaching about uh, not uh, specifically shit talking games was because I shit talked so many fucking games, <laughs> and I learned it was not okay. Yeah, anti productive, counterproductive. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, so I mean, so the, the, I am uh, I'm not I'm not clean of that that slate, right? Like I I, I definitely right, once, right. once I started not liking Street Fighter Five, I shit talked it. Right. Pretty hard. It's it's kind of right. it's kind of the same like you lesson you learned with Kyle P, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, hey, that was the same era, dude. Like, it was, <laughs> I, well, it was before that, before Street Fighter Five. See, I got that in before the episode ended. <laughs> There's always gonna be one reference. <laughs> and the sad part about it is Kyle P probably still has no idea that this is mm. even happening. Nope. No, no clue that there is a. This is just this joke ongoing. It's always happening. Oh man, dude, it's <sighs> funny. Um, but I know you don't have any work or anything tomorrow, Tubo. But uh, I'm. I probably figured that this might be a good time to just call it. Uh, to, I think so. Yeah. Cause, I was yeah, say I think we, we hit the topics that we wanted yeah. to talk about. Yeah, and anyway. I, I only say this good. because I really haven't eaten anything today, and I'm getting really God hungry. Damn it, James. So- <laughs> So, <laughs> I need to get it's some. It's the start food. of his day. Have it's... a full glass of water and eat, please. Yeah, I know, right? Oh man, yeah, no, I, I'm actually getting kind of hungry, especially when you ate that donut. All I can think about is donuts <laughs> right now. So was that on stream? I don't know if that was on stream. Yeah, that was on stream when you were eating the donut. <laughs> so, okay. Oh man, no, but honestly, again, you know, uh, yeah. Cool. Uh, excited about some of the EA games coming out and everything like that. I know that's what we were talking about earlier, but yeah, I mean, yeah. don't talk shit about games that you don't like just because you don't like it. Let other people have fun and stuff. So I, I'm just I'm just saying it's 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 been an also a recent topic for me. So that's that's another reason why I'm pretty mm. vocal about it right now. Okay, because literally yesterday and today <laughs> something has happened. Oh, really? So I, just, I just get annoyed about it. That's all. People talking shit about something that just, why, why bother? It's just, it's just stop playing. Just, just right. stop playing. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, it's real simple. Oh, hi. Hi. I, yeah. You guys hear that meow there? Uh, all right. So uh, any last second thoughts that you guys have about anything? Nope. Uh, okay. I think I, I've, right. I've said my piece. Okay. And uh, Not a lot of things today. I will definitely keep an eye open 
uh, for maybe Calif- SoCal, California job opportunities for you, Brandon, because I think it would be awesome to have you out here in SoCal, but, you know, <laughs> we'll see. I don't <laughs> recommend anyone live in Oregon. <laughs> Damn. Just throw that shit out there. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. All Especially right. if you're a person of color. <laughs> oh, dang. Uh, okay, well... Thanks, guys, everybody, for tuning in. Thanks, guys, for hanging out here for Generation Spacing. And uh, sorry again, by the way, that last week's episode is not up on YouTube. Uh, my editor has all of a sudden had shit going down in his life as well. So uh, I haven't had a chance to uh, get that and edit that myself. So I'll be doing a lot of editing very soon because I got a lot of things to catch up on. So <laughs> that's how it's going to go. Just after food and, and, and a full glass of water, James. Yeah, exactly. Okay. All I'm right. Brain and I swear to God. All I'm right. going to bed. Cool. Thanks, guys, for watching. And, uh, and yeah, I don't know if any of us are going to sleep anytime soon. <laughs> but uh, peace out, guys. Have a good one. All right.